Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday, fellow DoorDash drivers, gig economy people, independent contractors, moms, dads. Listen. Oh, God, so much on my mind, so much to go over. A a lot happening tonight. Um, Wow, just a lot, just a lot. Appreciate everybody for being in here early. I see live chat is already pumping and ready to go and excited for the show. We have a lot to go over. Um, some great things, some good things, some some sad stuff, right? Um, so we're going to get into all of that. Appreciate everybody for being in here. Um, whew, what a weekend. It's been a crazy weekend for me in a good way, right? Just got back from Chicago. was in a car, had the mom, the girl, the baby. Saw my grandmother, my uncle. Um, really good weekend. Just a family weekend. So that felt really good. I needed the it grounded me. So I, I definitely need that. But before I get going and rambling too much, please put a thumbs up in the chat so I can see that you guys can hear me and see me okay. And then we will get going here. I have a video to show you guys. Let me wait for that thumbs up. What up, Rideshare Road? Well, what up, Rick? Road Warrior. What up, Scooter Bud? Always coming in with the thumbs up. Appreciate y'all. Good to see you in here, Rook. Uh, Rick, JP, what up, what up? All right. Jennifer, Daphne, appreciate the thumbs up, guys. Now, in the pin comment, so if you're watching in the live chat on YouTube, right, the top comments pinned, that is Dashing Traders Cash App. Now, I share that because some of you, if you're in here already this early, you're probably aware of Dashing Trader and what's going on. If you're not, I'm going to share just real quick. I got his permission to do this. And in my community post, and if you go to his channel and various other channels, you can see a GoFundMe that his family set up. But I'm sharing his cash app with his permission because some of you might not feel comfortable with GoFundMe or you didn't know about it. Or maybe you have cash app and cash app can be a really easy way to support Dashing Trader. I'll share a really quick story. Really, I'm just going to send you to his channel to get the full. He's giving you guys updates. His daughter's in the uh, children's hospital, right? Cardinal Glennon, I believe. Um, But backstory, Dashing Trader is my friend. He is my little brother. I'm his big brother. We've talked. You know, we call each other that. I've met him. We've done content together. We've talked about things outside of the geek community. We've talked DoorDash, but we've talked about life, fatherhood, and many other things in the last few months. Um, I say that because, you know, he is part of the geek community and his daughter's um, going through it. She has asthma. She had the Rono, I think it's called Rhino virus, and hit her really hard. She's doing, seems like she's doing better every day. But Dashing Trader is like you and I. We go out, we turn an app on, we make money. And when we don't work because things happen, we don't make money. We don't have PTO. There's no time off. None of that. Right? We're DoorDash drivers. We're living day to day, most of us, right? So if you feel it in your heart to support, this is what I'm asking you guys to do. Go check out the GoFundMe on his community tab. Somebody please drop a link if you can. Or you could check out that Cash App if you're somebody that has Cash App. Check out the Cash App. I'll say it. Um, his cash app is dollar sign H A L I L O V I C zero nine zero one nine three dollar sign H A L I L O V I C zero nine zero one nine three. And that's cash app. Listen, there's 144 people in here, right? Go send them three bucks. Show them some love. He ain't, he ain't going to be working for a minute. All right. But the bills don't stop. Go send them two or three dollars. Send them five bucks. If it's in your heart, send them a buck. Right. And if, if, if you can't, I, I understand. Go show him some love on the channel. Pray for him. If you're somebody that prays, pray for his daughter, Gigi. 
Uh, Dash and Trader, you know I got your back 100. If you ever need anything, I'm a phone call away. And um, we're here with you. The community stands with you, my friend. I, I can't imagine having to go through what you're going through. So I wanted to start the show with that because Dash and, Dash and Trader is my friend. I know him. We have met. We've broken bread. We've had lunch. He's a good man. He's a father. And he's uh, he's by his daughter's side. And I can't respect that anymore. And I, I, I'm, I stand. We stand with you, my friend. So go and show him some love, guys. Drop a couple dollars on him. Um, I don't do and I don't ask of this often, but um, I'm asking. If you want to support the channel, that's how you can support the channel tonight. So appreciate you, Trader. If you ever need anything, bro, you know I got your back 100%. So uh, appreciate everybody in the chat. Hit the thumbs up. Now, today's video, today's topics. Um, I do content for and with the Rideshare guy. I drop a video every Sunday in collaboration with him and we come up with ideas and um, I've been doing it for a year and a half and I feel great to do that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right. He sent me a video, him and his team sent me a video he wanted me to respond to. And I was very humbled to see this video and I'm going to show you guys a video today. Um, they asked DoorDash to respond to some questions that Dashers wanted to get answers to. And the DoorDash representative did that. Some of you guys might have seen the video on the Rideshare Guys channel. I know some of you guys have not. So we're going to show that video today. We're going to react to it. The StreamYard will be open. I have a special guest coming in. I want to get his quick response on what he thinks about it, right? And I think it's interesting because we we always say we want to talk to DoorDash. DoorDash doesn't say anything. We want to talk to them. We want to interview somebody. Now, while this wasn't an interview, it was recorded video, they did answer some questions. They don't have to do that stuff. They don't have to do that. But we're going to see, and I'm going to be very raw with my response, my reaction, and we're going to get into why they said what they said. I want your guys' opinion on it as well. If you've watched that video already, maybe you've seen that on the Rideshare Guy. There's no other place you're going to get that content between besides that channel and this channel tonight. So some of you guys have seen it. Many of you guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about. We're going to show that. I believe his name was Cody. I'm really bad with names. I think it's Cody or Corey. And I'm going to show you guys that uh, momentarily. Uh, we're going to get into the driver's safety, the, the driver that was kidnapped, sexually assaulted. They, it seems like they found the, the victim. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. Just I'm just going to respond to that for a minute. And we're getting into some deactivation talk. I think I'm seeing more and more people saying I'm getting deactivated. I've been deactivated, not just on Dodash, but on many platforms. I'm going to give a response into that, and we can talk about that as a topic tonight as well. And uh, that's going to be a show. I think it's going to be jam-packed. Um, do have a special guest coming in to give their opinion on this. And that's what we got going on tonight. So I appreciate you guys for being in here. I'm going to show. I'm not going to show this video quite yet because I do want to get in a live chat. But this is the video I'm going to talk about. You guys should be able to see that gentleman right there answers five questions that were given to him by Dashers. And he's going to answer them. So we're going to get into that tonight. So I think it's very, very, I think it's interesting. And I'm not going to hold any punches and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say some things that you guys will not agree with. You guys know, I always do that. I keep it real. I'm never going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm not going to pacify you. I'm not going to agree with the masses and say, yeah, DoorDash sucks. They're the worst. But I'm not just going to talk shit on them like all the time, like most people do, because I don't believe that to be true. I just don't. Very unpopular opinion. I know. But I also believe some of the way he responded was like, ugh. A little cringy. So I'm going to get into that and just keep it a buck with y'all. I'm going to be 100 and uh, it's going to be really, really fun. So let's see who else we got in the chat. Give some shout outs, show some love to Trader. Check out the pinned comment. The StreamYard link will be open tonight for anybody that wants to come in. 
What up, Judge Dre? What up, Bud Soda? Juan, Landon, what up, KO? Uh, Marty, uh, what's up, Dell? What's up, Juan? Uh, Nomadic, what up, Sassy Taquim? Always good to see you, bro. Brandon, I salute Mr. Diaz. Leo, what up, Gig Wars Official Red? The Dapper Dash, what's up, my brother? Uh, Akeem, I see a Dash and Trader. I love you all, and thanks. Thank you from my whole family, bro. We got your back 100%. 100%, man, we got your back. This is family. You always said that. You you would always say that when you come into lives, you'd be like, what up, family? This is family. So I'm just using what you, the words that you use, because those are your words. And there's a lot of, um, we always, we have each other's back. Mostly in this community, we treat each other really well. And we help each other and we have each other's back and we care. and We show love and support in any kind of way that we can. And when this happens to a fellow Dasher and his family, we got to, we got to unite around that we got to rally around that what i'm asking the 205 people in here is if you feel it in your heart check the cash app or go to his gofundme page on his community post and in his videos and all that kind of stuff i shared it the other day um but the cash app is pinned there's 205 people in here send them three bucks that's 600 and something dollars listen he ain't gonna work for a little minute right so let's support him if he if he needs that assistance and he can do whatever he needs to do with that money and i think that's the least we could do I think we all have an extra three bucks. So, um, or maybe it's a buck. Holly, what up? What up? Robert. Um, Jeff, always good to see you. Hannibal, my friend, my brother from another mother gig wars. No giggity, no clout. What up? Like he always says, he's the income for his family and he's not been able to. Exactly. And um, listen, man, Trader's my dude, man. I, like I said, I've met this man. We did a whole week of videos together. Trader's good people. I could tell a good person from a bad person. Trader's good people. So. I always support good people when I can and if I can. And I hope you guys feel in your heart to do the same thing, whatever that means. Even if it's just, you know, sending prayers and thoughts, that's a very powerful thing as well for many of you guys, right? So you can do that as well. Um, what's the cash at? Uh, it's up at the top, John. It's pinned. It's actually dollar sign H A L I L O V I C 090193 is his cash at. And it's pinned up at the top of the comment. And anybody that feels free to, if you could, Put that in the chat every once in a while. That would be helpful as well if somebody could do that. Any kind of moderator. If you guys could, I know you guys could figure that out. You're way more tech savvy than me. That would be appreciated as well. So shout out to the 200 plus in the building. Now, I want to show some of this video now. And then I'm going to bring in somebody and I want to get their perspective on it. Um, and then and then I'm going to open up the the, the, the the live to the stream yard and we'll get the show rolling. And um, yeah, so let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to put on my headphones. Real quick, um, and we'll get to, we'll get the show crack a lacking. All right, let's see here. Let me see. You guys know I always have technical difficulties, but I think I got this. I think I have the. Oh, I think I have it ready. I think I have it ready. So I'm gonna play it. And once again, for everybody that's coming in a little bit late, this is a video that was given to me. I responded and reacted to it in a live way on Rideshare, the Rideshare guys channel. I do content with and for them every Sunday, every week, and you're not going to get this video anywhere else, right? And I want to share with you guys today because it's already been posted on the Roger Guys channel. And I think these are five questions that you DoorDash drivers wanted to know from DoorDash. And a DoorDash representative, you're going to see in a moment, is going to come up on the screen and he's going to answer those questions. Now, this video is, I think, about eight minutes, okay? So hang tight with me. Take notes if you need to. Get your questions ready. Get your responses ready. I might pause it here and there, but we might not watch the whole thing because I might I might be able to speed through some of it. But uh, Sessi, Nomadic Giggy, come on. Thanks for putting that in. Appreciate you very, very much. What up, Juice? What up, Dale? What up, Landon? 
Okay, um, let's go ahead. Let me put this there. All right. And let me minimize myself. I think I can click this box. We're going to do this together, guys. We, we family. We do we, we we do good things together. We do bad things together. Let's let's see if we can make this work. I think I finally figured out how to be a human being in 2023. Okay, so if I click on that, okay. I think if I hit play, yeah, I think if I hit play, you guys should be able to hear. Hold on. This is so this is DoorDash representatives. Listen. Hey there. Uh, my name is Cody, and I'm the head of Dasher and Logistics at DoorDash. What that means is I'm responsible for making sure that dashing is a rewarding experience uh, for everyone like yourself. Um, I personally love hearing from dashers. I was part of launching the Dasher Community Council uh, a few years back, uh, which helps us get closer to dashers and understand the pain points and the problems that we can solve for you. Uh, and some of my favorite experiences at DoorDash are out we dashing and meeting other dashers uh, while we're completing deliveries. So was super excited when the rideshare guy reached out and uh, allowed me to answer a couple questions from you all. So excited to dive in. Um, the answer is absolutely uh, full stop. In fact, more dashers make over $500 a week today than ever before. Um, one of the best parts about dashing is being able to dash when and how you want to dash. And maintaining that flexibility and choice is something that's very important to us. Um, including tips nationally, uh, dashers earn over $25 an hour on delivery. Uh, and so, yes, you can definitely make over $500 dashing today. Okay, so um, you guys should be able to hear me and then I just pause it. Can I just get one thumbs up in the chat that you guys could hear me right now? And then I'm going to give my response and talk to you for guys just for a quick second. So, um, Juice, yeah, is this is this dude tells me to use a red sandy bucket? I'm, I, I love that comment. Okay, you guys are good. Thank you, thank you. Thumbs up. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Juice. Now, so the first question was basically, can DoorDash drivers make 500 bucks a week? That's a weird question. And most, you know, if you're full time, you should be able to make 500 bucks. But in in a little bit, you're going to hear him say, uh, most drivers don't work that much. And most drivers work like what, four hours or less a week, 10 hours less a week, 90%. Like, so it's very, uh, it's an odd question, right? But this next one, look, how does DoorDash plan to address concerns around the lack of transparency? This is a juicy one in its tipping policy and ensure that dashers receive fair compensation for the work. Now he skates around this question. There's two questions here. He completely skates around. In my opinion, I want you guys to watch this. I think tip transparency is probably the number one. Tip transparency along with fair compensation, because we we talk about these $2 orders, $3 orders, $6 orders going 10, 12 miles. That's absolute bullshit. It's trash, right? But anyways, we all know that. So DoorDash drivers want to know, what are you going to do about fair compensation and, and transparency with tips? Because we know DoorDash hides tips and they don't they don't they don't lie about that. They, they openly have admitted that they hide them and they even hide them now, even in different ways than before. Right. So I, I feel like I need to throw him. Listen, <laughs> let me I want you guys to watch this and then in the chat and then when whoever wants to come up on the live screen, you tell me your response. Did he answer these two questions at all? Let's watch. I want to start with being clear about how tips work. One hundred percent of tips received by DoorDash go directly to Dashers, and that is never in doubt. Um, this is an area that we will continue to invest in. Like, for example, recently launching a feature that allows a customer to increase their tip after delivery, make it easier for them. 
um, but not decrease it. And so we'll continue to invest in making this area uh, a lot easier and more clear. Beyond that, there are two things that we think are really important to get right. One is being transparent, and the second is creating equitable outcomes. On the transparency side, uh, we're really proud that we were one of the first platforms to offer uh, full information up front, including both the full route information of where exactly you were picking up from and where you were going to, and also the minimum guaranteed payout, such that 100% of the time, you never have to wonder whether or not uh, you're gonna, what you're gonna make on a specific delivery. Uh, I'm proud that those are starting to become uh, so, somewhat normal. The second point is around equitable outcomes. And equity to us is making sure that no matter how you choose to use the platform, you're able to access meaningful opportunities. And so that's something that flexibility, that choice that I've talked about, that's something that's really important to us. I wanna be clear that sometimes these two things can come into conflict with each other. And when that happens, what we do is we try to listen to dashers as much as we can. We've heard a lot from dashers on both sides on this, and we've studied the data a lot internally, and we feel good that our current approach results in more drivers taking home more tips. Uh, but making sure that you earn uh, a fair amount for the hours you spend on the platform will continue to be one of our top priorities and something we invest in into the future. Okay, now, did he answer those questions or was he very political and poli like, like politician-like? We asked about transparency. You know, he talked about freedom, flexibility, dashes, like, you know, he gave some good information, but he didn't answer the questions, right? Um, he just didn't. We want to know basically, and I think the question could have been worded better. If I was asking the question, it would have been like, can you tell me why DoorDash hides tips and why you think it's good for dashers and consumers? Stop, period. And can you answer that? Second part would be, right, for me, why in 2023 is DoorDash sending 2 and $3 orders out? What's the logic behind that? What's the reasoning? Do you think that that's fair and equitable pay? stop and then allow him to answer. I think I think if he was pressed and had to answer the questions in that way, I think his response would be really different. Let's continue. Third question, how does DoorDash plan to address concerns around driver compensation and benefits, particularly in light of the company's recent IPO? Now, this is interesting because he talks about basically rewards, programs, diamond program, things that were implemented based on things that we wanted as Dashers as a whole, right? We wanted to be rewarded in a similar way employees are. Let's listen to his response though. I've talked a lot about compensation so far, so maybe I'll just talk about one more thing and then we'll talk a little bit about benefits. Um, something I've heard a lot recently and, and we've heard at DoorDash a lot recently is around the desire to be rewarded based on the high quality service that you provide. Um, we're excited to start addressing this in a meaningful way and the recent launch of Priority Access is one example. Um, and so in addition to what I talked about with transparency and equitable outcomes, you'll see rewarding start to become one of the key pillars that we focus on and talk about. When it comes to benefits, we continue to be vocal in our support of creating greater protections for you all while protecting that flexibility and independence that we've talked about. Um, we were the first national delivery platform to offer occupational accident insurance, which is 100% free to you, and it covers you in the event of an injury that occurs on a DoorDash delivery. Um, again, you don't have to apply. This is 100% free. Um, or perhaps leveraging our Dasher Direct program as one of the pillars of our gas rewards program last year, such that when the price of uh, gas increased rapidly, 
the impact that had on your bottom line was, was greatly reduced. Um, we'll continue to invest heavily behind the Dasher Direct program. Most recently, we launched a partnership with Avibra where you can get access to free life and AD&D insurance. Also for a dollar a week, there are some ancillary services you can get access to, which includes roadside assistance um, and some other, uh, some other features as well. We'll also continue to partner with uh, companies. Okay, let me just pause it here. I know he's boring to a lot of you guys, but hey, this is, this is a guy sitting in a cubicle. Now, he, I do need to say this. I need to give him some credit, but I don't know how much. He does. He he's somebody that got. He was he's part of the DoorDash Council. He was somebody that helped implement that, and he does active DoorDash deliveries. He doesn't sell us how much, but he does do DoorDash deliveries. It's part of that program. I think that DoorDash talked about some of their staff doing deliveries. He's part of that team that does that. Is required to do it. And he says he likes doing it. Anyways, listen. So we talked about like Dasher's wanting rewards, benefits, Dasher Direct Card, which a lot of you guys like, the Diamond Program priority access he talked he just he's speaking about that and some of you guys like that i don't mind it i get a lot of shit for that and i'm okay with it right but when we ask doordash certain things when we want benefits we want this we want that we want protection you know did you know also i think he just mentioned that listen or he does at some point i think he just did actually when he talks about uh, when you're on an active delivery if something happens to you an accident you know there's coverage for you there's some protections you have uh, even could be monetarily. If you hurt yourself, if something happens, if you're, you know, whether it's, you know, it, as long as you're on an active delivery and that's everybody gets that. And I don't think a lot of you guys don't know that. And you just drop that gem. Right. But a lot of us want, you know, what's, what's funny is I need to say this and I'm going to, we'll, we'll talk about this organically. I know throughout this live. Okay. There's going to be a lot to happen in this live tonight. We, you know, and I've, I've said this numerous times over the last probably year or so, but more even so recently in the last six months, we talk about wanting to be and staying independent. We're independent contractors, right? We love to be our own bosses. We're subcontractors, self-employed, whatever, whatever we, however we look at ourselves in the mirror, right? It's funny though, because a lot of us want that. We want to keep that, but then we also expect DoorDash to give us benefits, uh, protections, uh, rewards, uh, it's like, honestly, I ask us, I ask of us, can we have both? Can we be in, truly independent, but then expect an app and a company to take care of us with benefits and rewards? I don't think so. And that's where you guys call me a shill and a sellout and DoorDash's boy. And oh my God, you're too positive. Pedro. I just need you to look in the mirror and ask yourself that question. Can you be independent and then still have like all these rewards and benefits and gas rewards you can't and i'll debate anybody about that but anyways let's 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 fast forward a little bit i want to get to uh let me see where he's at here companies and organizations to make sure that you can hit your financial goals whether that be TurboTax to help you with your taxes shell to help on gas prices or the national urban league just to help you make sure that we're you're hitting your goals and what you're trying to achieve Okay. to make sure that you oh, can no, hit your financial goals, whether that be TurboTax to help you with your taxes, Shell oh, to guess, help on gas prices, or the National Urban League just to help you make sure that we're, you're hitting your goals and what you're trying to achieve. Okay, because I do want to say this. DoorDash does have, a, they do have a lot of benefits. I want to share one that I was, that I took advantage of. And if you're an OG on this channel, you've seen this because I showed it. When I got uh, COVID and I didn't work for two and a half, three weeks, and I submitted my 
I got COVID. I'm not going to work, blah, 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 blah. They sent me like 900 bucks. DoorDash did. Right. So people, people, you know, we look at only the negative with these companies. Right. But like they do some positive things. Right. They do have certain things that are put into place for us dashers that can be very positive. And some of them and some people might even say they're very employee like type of benefits, things they don't have to do. And others would say, well, no, Pedro, they, they have to do that. And that's where this old debate comes in. Where are we independent or are we not? Because we're somewhere in the middle because of how they work their business model. They're almost they treat us like employees, but they don't. It's very strange. OK, it's very strange. All right. Uh, fourth question, and we got one more, and then we'll get into the special guests and the live stream. How does DoorDash ensure that the safety of its drivers, particularly in light of reports of violence against delivery drivers? Now, we all just know that the DoorDash driver was sexually assaulted, kidnapped in Florida, right? Big deal. I mean, he took her to another place, and the only reason she was able to get help is because she was on the phone. Her family knew where she was at. They tracked her phone. I mean, this isn't common, I don't think, but it happened. And it can happen to any of us, right? So let's let's talk about it. Let's see what he has to say about the driver safety, violence against delivery drivers. Helping you all stay safe on the road is something that's incredibly important. Um, we're proud that 99.99% of deliveries that happen on the platform occur without a safety incident. However, even one is too many. Um, this is an area that we're continuing to invest in and we've increased our investment in in recent uh, years. I think since since November, we've actually launched 11 new safety features and we'll continue to, to show that progress as we uh, go through this year and in future years as well. When it comes to safety, we think of it in three parts, before, during, and after a dash. Um, we know that before a dash, uh, there's a lot that's happening while you're dashing, uh, particularly when you're new to the platform. And so making it easier to understand what the expectations are, how the app works, Making that onboarding process smoother is something that, that we think is important. During a dash, I think the safe dash toolkit that's in the app is obviously the biggest. I'm going to pause it here. I'm going to save you guys. Okay. Basically, he's talking about, and back in November, we have a lot of new safety features now. They teamed up with ADT. You can, the DoorDash app, ask you if you're feeling safe. They're looking for information. They're, they're doing some, I think that's all positive stuff. I don't see any negative with any of the things that they've implemented. I think I, I look at that as them hearing us and saying, hey, we do see some issue here. Let's try something. And while some of you might think it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. Overall, I think it's a positive. It's not like a huge win necessarily. And at the end of the day, I don't know what else DoorDash could really do. Um, safety is always a weird thing. Things can happen to any of us at any time. And we have to just use our best judgment. And I don't really hold them responsible for my safety, if I'm being honest. A lot of you guys will not like that I say that. But I move how I move. I decide to do and go where I go. So if things happen, that is life. It's extremely unfortunate, but I don't think DoorDash could really do much more. I think Uber is a different thing if you're talking rideshare, but obviously we're talking DoorDash. Let me skip to the last question and uh, then we're going to open this thing up. Uh, let me go here. Let me see something here. Delivery and driving uh, or prevented other drivers from coming into the area and all no need to apply uh, and it more valuable and flexible than ever. As I mentioned at the top of this, okay, last question uh, coming more up. More drivers are making over five hundred dollars a week today than ever before, and we're. Oh, hold on, I think he. Listen, the last question was basically. I'm trying more to figure out. And flexible than ever, as I mentioned at the top of this program, which again is free to you, no need to okay, apply, hold on. Uh, and it covers you in the event of an injury that happens on a delivery. Okay, fifth question. 
is it still worth it to do DoorDash? This is a stupid question. Okay, this is where I like, oh, really? This is the question that we submitted. Is it still worth it to do DoorDash? That is such a loaded question. It's going to be, you're going to get a thousand different answers from a thousand different people. It's going to depend on your market. It's going to depend on your goals. It's going to depend on a lot of factors. This question is not valid at all. What do you expect a DoorDash representative to say? No, it's not worth it. This is the stupidest of the silliest of the five questions. I, I can't even imagine why we would ask anybody working any company. If I asked a Target executive, hey, is it still worth it to work at Target? What the fuck do you think they're going to say? Okay. Like, this is the silliest fucking question. I could, I, I'm sorry I'm cussing, but it's so stupid. It's absolutely absurd. It's just, it, it makes no logical sense at all. Is it still worth it to do DoorDash? So many people would say yes. So many people would say no. I, I'm going to listen. Let's watch his response. Listen. Absolutely. Today, I think DoorDash is more valuable and flexible than ever. As I mentioned at the top of this, uh, more drivers are making over $500 a week today than ever before. And we're proud to offer ways for millions of people to have access to earnings in the way that they need. Um, On average, we know that Dashers spend in the U.S. less than four hours a week on delivery, and 90% of you uh, spend fewer than 10 hours a week. Almost half of our Dashers uh, have a full that's where we can stop there. Now he's dropped some knowledge. He gave us some statistics. We, we've this news is these numbers have been very you know they've been talked about. We know that a lot of people that do this do it very part time. They're doing it for side money to pay off something. We're doing it quickly for a few weeks at a time, maybe a few months. Most of you guys that are full time are the extreme minority. We've talked about that. We all know that, and that's fine, right? But is DoorDash still worth? What kind of? I, I can't. That question bugged me when I saw it pop up when I watched this. All right, let's get back. We're done with uh, we're done with our DoorDash guy here. Appreciate DoorDash for even responding. I do. I actually really do. They don't have to do this kind of stuff, right? Um, but really easy questions, right? Really easy. I think they could have been a little bit um, more to the point. These are questions for me are a little vague, but I do think it's good that they are asking the questions, right? Um, let me see here. Uh, let me go ahead and remove him. Okay, so we got a special guest coming up. I'm going to ask our special guest. Hey. Just give me a quick, tell me what you think about this. Is this all, is it prop? Some of you guys are calling it propaganda. I've seen some comments on the, the Right Your Guys channel. Some people are saying, oh my God, Pedro, can't believe you responded to this. This is ridiculous. This is a company man. He's reading off a script, which he was. I, You could tell he's reading down. Anyways, I want to know what you guys' opinion is. Put it in the chat. I see you guys putting it in the chat. The StreamYard link will be open momentarily. But first, I want to get my main man's perspective on this. Somebody that does not do a lot of DoorDash, I don't think ever really did a whole lot anyway, because he's making money doing other stuff, right? Um, but he obviously has done some DoorDash. He's a geek economy guy. He's he's listen right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. He's probably gonna laugh. He's the hottest geek content creator right now. His channel's blowing up this last month. This is my dude. I'm gonna bring him up on the screen. All right, hold up. Let me bring him up. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Animal is hungry. What's up? wrong? <laughs> Talk about that nonsense. What's up, man? What's going on, go, man? How was your Knicks. weekend, man? Go yes. Oh, yeah. Go Knicks. Is, I, I wrote that uh, down. Is it Monday night already? What's going on here? No, What's but happening? the Knicks played and they won tonight <laughs> and today. And very excited. I know a lot of Knicks fans in the chat right now. So, you know, <laughs> what's going on? So, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, so I want to read this comment. I'm going to put it up actually. And then, uh, where is it? Dash for Ben's. Hold on. There it is. Okay. So Dash Ben says, let's not be so hard on him. His job was to read a script he didn't write. 
kind of like Tom Hanks did in in the Toy Story 4. (laughs) You Story. That's a new one. Yeah. So what do you think, man? What what are your thoughts on what you just saw? Give me your perspective on that. He works for corporate. That was a corporate. That was a corporate response to very questions that where those questions come from. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I don't know. They came from. They came from a community post. Um, the Right Share Guys channel asking, hey, yeah. if you could ask the CEO of DoorDash questions, what would it be? And these are the things that the community came up with. I would I would like to see that post. I'm sure there were more detailed questions on that post, mm. but maybe not. Um, I would say for the most part, yeah, he's a guy who's working his job. So I think we get a little bit too personal. I know we are doing we're doing work and we're making money and money can become very emotional. He's a guy who is doing his job. Yeah, he's he, he has a certain like yeah script. There's talking points. He has to follow those talking points. There isn't another follow, follow up questions are very important for interviews anyway. So it wasn't yeah, an interview. They are. Yeah. A follow up question would have been amazing to kind of break apart some of the because yeah he, he had his he had his game plan down. He, he explained certain things about the transparency and tipping, but he didn't dwell mm-hmm. dwell on any specific concerns. He didn't even bring in the fact that there is criticism. Like there is problems. Some people are really upset about it. He's like, we're we're going to improve it. And we we are, we're doing this. We're doing that. We're the first to do this. We're the first to do that. But yeah. a, a lot of the details were gone. It was very general, and that's not really helping a lot of people. And the one thing I did also notice, and maybe this is just something that came up to me when I was watching mm-hmm. the video. They like to tell us how much most drivers are doing, like how much time they're doing every week. I don't think they care too much about full-time dashers. They, I don't think they care. That's a good point. That's a good they point. They don't are, reference. They don't talk about full-time dashers that much. No. I think the company is geared towards people doing a few times a week. I think they'd rather us not be full-time. They don't want to, I mean, all this, all the extra little policies and, uh, I mean, the, the things that they're providing, if everyone took advantage of that, they probably couldn't afford it. I think they don't want people to be full-time. They want People mm-hmm. to make fi- like someone said, can you make five hundred dollars a week? I never heard anyone ask that question. It's usually it's, it's in yeah, this it's community, weird. it's a thousand, right? Yeah. It's either yeah. a thousand yeah. or can you make it? So the idea, I think they gearing towards, hey, stop depending on us for full time work. Only only come out when we need you. Come out during the holidays, during when it's really busy at dinner time. Don't come to us at two o'clock looking for work unless yeah. you take everything. Yeah. Take everything, we got you. But if you're not going to take everything, don't bother us. This is not 2020 anymore. We ain't got it. That's what I think that's DoorDash. We ain't got it. Yeah. And I think that's what I don't know if he, that's what I got when I was listening to him speak. That's fair. I think that's fair. And I didn't think about the whole uh, part time, full time catering, you know, like giving us information on the numbers. I think the numbers, I think the numbers are accurate. I don't feel like they have a reason to fudge them or be dishonest, yeah. but I think it's, a lot of us that come to YouTube for content, and you guys put in the chat now, put an FT if you're full-time, PT if you're part-time. I bet a lot of drivers that are watching right now are, are full-time drivers. And when I mean full-time, for me, you know, I don't. everybody's full definition could be different. But if you're working 30 hours or more, you're full-time, okay? Correct. Maybe yeah. even 25 or more, you're full-time, right? But I think that they don't think about them because it's a, it's a smaller amount of peak drivers, it's, you know, a, it's, it's a fraction of a mind. fraction. It's a fraction of a fraction. So right. why would they try to help the people who are doing full-time when it's such a small amount of people? Yeah. They're going to make sure that the people who are doing it a couple hours a week, 
have a decent experience doing it, yeah. but they're really not interested in caring about anyone that's doing it for 30, 40 hours. I think they think, well, we got them already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some may leave, some may not. Depends on where they live and where they work. But that's they, they're focused on the people who are doing it. The, the not you know the five hours, ten hours a week, and it's easier to keep those people happy. Yeah, because it's not their main source of income. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think they also know the turnover numbers and how how little dashers are going to do it and how long they'll stay on the apps, and they're just yes. going to you know feed them the information they need and then they'll just replace them. And I think that that's. A lot of businesses, it's not just DoorDash, right? I think a lot of businesses run and operate that way and they want to keep their labor costs down. They want to speak to the percentage of their workforce or labor force, whatever we want to call ourselves. But um, what, you know, I want to ask you this as well. I know we've talked about it, DoorDash at nauseum over the last couple of years, right? We yeah, just, I, we've noticed. I've noticed. Yeah, and, and not a lot has changed. <laughs> you know, things have changed, but program, but it's still DoorDash, right? So let me ask yeah. you this. We, we see a lot of people that, man, they get so emotional, angry, upset, hurt, stressed, mad, um, sad, angry, frustrated, all these emotions, right? Um, but then they also call themselves independent and they like the freedom and flexibility. So my question to you, Hannibal, is can we expect both? Can we expect, okay, I want to keep my independent contractor status. I don't want to be an employee. Most of you guys... of you do not want to be an employee, okay? If you do, please let me know in the chat, but I I doubt there's very, very, very few of you guys, right? So can we have, keep the independency, but then expect DoorDash to hold our hand and do a lot of things for us? What do you say to that? I think, no. Either it's To me, it's one or the other. The problem is, since so many people came from W-2 work, they're expecting similar treatment. And on top of that, they're talking to representatives in their state, in the respective states, that are going to force a lot of stuff on everybody. Mm. And then we'll see later on how that works. Now, uh, you know, obviously we know what California Prop 22, um, there's stuff happening in Massachusetts, stuff that's happening in New York City uh, as well. So we're going to be getting some of this really weird mesh between the two, uh, gig worker and being employed. We're going to have some weird... I guess it's the same thing that's happening overseas. They call it, they have a different name for it. So we're going to see something that's blended together and we'll see how it works for me personally. That's why I don't do a whole lot of DoorDash myself. I like to be fully independent. I like to choose how much money I charge for certain services. Mm -hmm. So for me, the only thing I want DoorDash is transparency. Yeah. Don't care about the programs really like the the, the health stuff. And and it's nice. I, I don't need it. The gas stuff, I want you to tell me how much this stuff, how much these offers are for real. And I'll take and I'll I'll deal with it, right? The safety measures, you know, like you know what? Look, listen, Pedro. These are my these are my safety toolkits right here. This is this is it right here, sir. Your mitts? Let's put our mitts. Mitt. Actually <laughs> <laughs> No, it's my feet. I run really fast and also I scream <laughs> really loud. So no one's gonna mess with me when when you yeah. got the speed and the screaming. But my safety, I can't expect DoorDash, a tech you know, tech company from San Francisco, to be able to figure out how to how to deal with delivering food in Bronzeville. They, they in can't. They can't. <laughs> they, 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 they're not with you, so they can only do, you know, even 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 like vetting the customer or it, it's it's easy to order on DoorDash. You're gonna have things slip through the cracks, and those things are unfortunate. But yeah, we can't expect them to protect us. They can't. They there's nothing they can do. And if somebody's no. got some answers and a way to 
protect the young, you know, Florida. I'm glad she's okay. And I'm glad they caught that guy. But what, what could, what could have DoorDash done differently? I'm not sure. I've been thinking about that today. What could the app have done differently? I can't think of one thing. It's the local governments that need to stop down on crime. There's not really much because then as an independent contractor, yeah, now it's like, okay, certain times of night, should I even go out? This summer is going to be crazy here in New York City because you're already seeing the weather's getting better. Crime is getting, crime's going to jump back up again. So now it's up to me, me taking, holding myself accountable to say, okay, a certain time of night, should I be out here delivering food? Right. Maybe I should go home. Maybe yeah. I should chill. Maybe it's not worth the extra hour to knowing that there's going to be, you know, like 4th of July coming or there's some other holidays where everyone's outside all night. Yep. People are selling scores out here. Yep. And I don't want to get, you know, myself in trouble. So we have to hold ourselves accountable. We have to be responsible. I don't know what more they can do to yeah. do the whole safety thing. So, it, yeah. you know, it's great to have those types of tools there, but, you know. No, I think that's fair. Um, so, hey, real quick, what do you got coming up on the channel, man? I know, I mean, anything you want to plug, anything you got going on um, before I get into the the uh, the rest of the show? Well, first, I want to say again, uh, go Knicks. Second, I always having a lot to, <laughs> <laughs> have lots of uh, lots of stuff going on in channel that doing a lot of the YouTube shorts. I'm gonna make. I'm probably be planning to make another video on Rover. I know you, a lot of you guys are in your cars. But you guys are outside. You guys don't want to stay and you know hang out with some dogs. But I think this summer, a lot of people are traveling. Mm. People are broke, but people will spend their last dollar on traveling and their pets and their pets. Yeah, and their pets. And maybe one of these days, I can force Pedro to at least sign up for Rover. Take oh, care man. of a little dog, or at least do a dog walk. I'll, I'll, mm. I'll venture. I'll convince you. Just do mm. one dog walk. You, you did know. convince me to do the Instacart, so you might okay. be right about that. I might. That is true. That was yeah. my bad, my yeah. fault on that one. You're but welcome. Thanks. Listen, <laughs> Rover is much better than Instacart. Um, and also, if you can get scheduled to do a dog walk, let's say in the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. you get out the car, you walk a little dog, you pat him, you feel much better to go back outside and deal with all the nonsense with food delivery. So. Yeah. Check check out Rover. Check out Wag. Those you can. I would say for five hundred dollars. Now, would you make it five hundred dollars a week first starting? Probably not. For yeah. five hundred dollars a month, easy. If you have yeah. just one or two clients, to be honest. So yeah, um, I'll yeah. have some of that going on. But you know, I'm always nice. making some videos. Awesome, awesome. So go check out Hannibal's Hungry if you want some Rover content. If you want to see him walking dogs and having cats pick at his hair as he's sitting on the couch, as he showed in his, his community. Yeah, that cat. His name was Omar. He's a no. Awesome. He, he was a nice little guy. So yeah. So go Knicks. Listen, Jalen Brunson. Go Knicks. We'll talk about that in the podcast tomorrow. Hannibal, appreciate you for coming on, dropping some insight on that video from the uh, DoorDash company, man. Thank you, bro. See you tomorrow. All right, man. All right, shout out to Hannibal is hungry. Now I see Judge Dre waiting, but so I'm bring you guys in a, mo- in a moment. Now, if anybody wants to be part of this conversation, we just watched that video. We can talk about that. We can talk about driver safety, the story of the young lady that got kidnapped, assaulted. What can DoorDash really do? If anybody has a different opinion that DoorDash could do something different when it comes to that, um, I'm I'm all ears for that. You know, because I, I think there could be something, and maybe I'm just not thinking about it. Um, but check out the pin comment. That's the link for the stream yard. I'll wait a couple more minutes. I'll stay in the live chat and we'll see if we can get, get on the show. Now, uh, somebody asked if I gave receipts out to customers on Shop and Pace. Now, with Instacart, you're not supposed to give the receipt. So I don't. With DoorDash, they don't say. So I do. Because sometimes, the reason I do this is sometimes a customer might wonder, um, hey, why didn't, I get, why didn't I get that vitamin water? 
and let's say they were out of it and the customer wasn't responsive as to why I didn't replace it or why I didn't get it, that receipt in the bag is going to show them that it wasn't even purchased. If they want to look, it just helps for me. And I just want the customer to have the receipt. So I put it in the bags. I think somebody asked that question in the chat earlier. Um, what up, Joe? What up, Pitstar? Ready for more of the BM app? Self-defense. I don't carry cash at all. We shouldn't carry cash. Um, delivering with Ellen, how are you? One thing they can do is require the food be left at the front desk. I like that, Ellen. I think with hotels, especially hotels or even big apartment buildings, I believe we should be leaving them at the front desk. Many apartment buildings I go into, there's like a, a desk there and it, there's like a food delivery sign or something like that, at least in St. Louis. And I know probably in many of your markets, you leave it there and either maybe the the, the front desk person, the staff, the bellman, the bellwoman, or can bring it up or the customer has to come get it. And that that's going to help us because now we're not knocking on door. If it's a hand to me and somebody could pull you in or do, you know, or we're wandering around a hotel or wandering around a big building we're unfamiliar with. Like, so it, it, it lessens the opportunity of danger. So I do, I do believe that, but in some consumers that can't go downstairs or they're disabled. And so that's why the app might be reluctant of that. Plus we're offering a service. So, you know, somebody tips really well and they're on the sixth floor of a hotel. Maybe they do expect you to go up. So I do like that, though. I do like that option. Uh, what up, Matt? Cynthia Landon. What up, what up, what up? Uh, Claire says we should not go up to the room that leaves us open for anything to happen. Very true. Very, very, very true. What up, Sam? Mad Claire. All right. So I see Bud Soda. I see Hoodie Smurf and I see Judge Dre. All right, so let's get these gentlemen up on the panel and let's see what they got to say. If you want to join the show live and have your voice heard, have your opinion heard, any and all are welcome. The The link to the uh, live stream is pinned at the top. So let's bring in these gentlemen and see what they got to say. Judge Dre, how you doing? I am doing fine. How are you? And I, I, I will speak on the issue with the lady there. Okay, let, let, me, let me bring up Bud Soda and Hoodie Smurf and we'll, we'll all talk together. Sound okay. Good? All right. Bud Soda, you with us? There he is. Oh, he's, he's Bud he Soda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. he is. Okay, he's good. Okay. And let me bring in Hoodie Smurf. Hoodie, are you with us? Yes, sir. I see you, man. How you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Judge Trey, I'll start with you. I think you wanted to say something about the lady, and I'm sure you're mm -hmm. familiar with the story. What What's your thoughts on that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to tell you like this. Unfortunately, because of DoorDash's move, is entirely their fault. I said because, and I will tell you why. Mm -hmm. See, before the Diamond Reward programs where they weren't actually pushing people on your acceptance rates, mm -hmm. people were m more likely not to take an order they weren't comfortable with. Now with them penalizing you for not taking bad orders or going places you don't want to go, mm -hmm. that puts you in jeopardy. Like I was robbed, but I was robbed right after a dash. Mm. And, and because, I because you were in a, in that were, area. were you in a, were you chasing an AR or were you accepting? Yeah, the chasing acceptance rate. Yeah, because the pro unfortunately is, you know what I what I've lately what I do now is after three bad orders in a row I turn it off for fifteen minutes mm. because I I noticed that the, the the diamond reward program is 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 a scam and I'll tell you why because I'll get a three dollar order immediately e e reject and then. But within five seconds, a $12 order will come in. And I'm like, that order was already in the queue. Why'd you give me the $3 one first? Yeah. Now, if I got an 84% acceptance rate, 
you would think I would have got the twit out of one first. So I know it's a it's a manipulation thing. And, and I think they definitely do that. I've noticed. I've I've you know this week I can recall a couple times I declined mm-hmm. something that just wasn't good for me, and then immediately after I got right. something re- really good. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And, so, so you it's, know, it's yeah, a I've manipulation thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they, they realize, I mean, as a, you know, you said this, they realize the company is known for manipulation. That's when this whole, when a company even first started, well, you're the best dasher for this job. That's manipulation all day. You know, they try to kind of like guilt you in, you play on that. And unfortunately, that's what is bound to happen because people are trying to chase an acceptance rate. Mm-hmm. They're taking orders that they shouldn't be taking, going in places they shouldn't be. And especially like like I made a comment about a couple of months ago on another forum. I said, evidently, DoorDash is not going to be happy until somebody gets killed. Because I said, people are going to be accepting orders that they don't normally want to take. And then well, they're going to be Let me ask to... you a question, Dre, before I get mm-hmm. to Smurf and Bud Soda. How is, um, I'm picking up some of what you're throwing at me, right? Mm-hmm. But how, how is DoorDash supposed to control when a customer orders and where they live and if and if a customer tips or not how is the algorithm supposed to control that they they don't have this is the problem that is not their fault at all but see that's what but see this is the problem they made it their fault when they made it went to the diamond reward program and they instead of just doing the orders random like they used to they made you start chasing acceptance rate and 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 that, that right there Cause then that's a form of manipulation. Cause now I got like, literally they're making more money now than they ever have. I believe that to be true. Be- as well. be- right. Because yeah. you got people where back in the day, you know, I, we came up with a DoorDash song where we was singing a car, me and the other fellow of the DoorDashers, but talking about your stomach's empty, basically saying, I had to sing it to you for one, for you one day. But, uh, basically with it back in the day, Oh, you didn't tip. You, you wasn't getting nothing. So you didn't have to worry about it. You never risk. Oh, that's a bad area. I ain't going there. Now it's like, oh, God. Oh, man. That's going to drop me below 70. I'm going to go ahead and take this order. Next thing you know, you're driving down the street. Boom, it'll get a flat tire, you know, or whatever. Yeah, but I also think that uh, we're, we're always chasing orders, right? So I'll say this. That you go to a hotel and the order's paying $4. Or if the order's paying 12 Mm-hmm. Right. You're mm-hmm. always you're always chasing some dollars and cents and you and you're always going to put yourself in a position of mm-hmm. of 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 a possible unsafe situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Because but, but, we're going to we're picking up and we're dropping off. Yeah. But does but, it matter? Uh, Listen, I don't think I, the relevancy <laughs> of the order type is irrelevant because well, for me, the young lady that went into the hotel and, and had that happen to her, who mm-hmm. cares if the order was one hundred or one dollar? It doesn't fucking matter. Because okay, what happened here, to her shouldn't happen, right? So it doesn't matter if you're chasing a dollar or you're chasing one hundred. You now, know, now, she doesn't care about that, right? Well, she doesn't this care is the about problem how much that with that. Paying. This is the problem with that analogy right there. That's like saying this: when well, I'm fine, I'm going to pay you five dollars an hour, and you dismantle live bombs. Yeah, you see what not, I'm talking it's, about? It's not, it's not, it's not, the risk of reward is not there. Well, we're not, we're not disabling reward. live bombs. We're not, we're not but, doing... No, but I'm just saying, risk versus reward. Where it's like the whole time matter, too. Right. Risk versus reward. You understand that. You say, I might go in this area for the $15 and take this chance taking it to this hotel for $15. But See, now that's the issue if, right there. That's the issue right. that we have as Dash. But Listen, now, yeah, That's right. the issue. With the issue is, none of us should go and put ourselves in a compromising neighborhood 
especially mm-hmm. if it's a certain time at night for any amount of money. And that's where us as independent contractors have to say, no, I'm not well, going, I'm not going there. And it shouldn't well, matter the money. That's well, I'm just going to say like this, if that happened in my area, that would eliminate Remember, I live on, I live at next, my city neighbors, the worst city in, in, in the United States. And we get a lot of orders from there. Yeah. My city no, neighbors no. there. I'll, I'll say this. I, I've been to a project where they're super thankful to have food delivery yeah. and groceries come, and those mm-hmm. people don't mess with those drivers there. And I have delivered to, let's say, before weed was completely legal here, the uh, weed man in, a, in the building <laughs> delivered to right. lobster for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. So, Bud Soda, now that we got you on the mic, what's your thoughts on um, either safety or what you saw uh, from the DoorDash representative? You, go ahead. Rick. Real quick on the safety, the kind of hotel matters. If it's a sketchy roadway in or Super 8 that's run right down, mm-hmm. I mean, at nighttime and kind of on the edge of a bad neighborhood, don't do it. If it's the Ritz-Carlton or Hilton Inn, it's probably fine. You know, and going up to the room, uh, I feel that most of us should. But um, sketch area and let's say the rooms are all on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe, you know, and you have to go, like, up, down, around, back to get to some doors. Maybe they, those ones should be left at reception. They're not in the building. So, like, there's differences there. But as far as the guy, this is what I really wanted to get to is the juicy part. He, he was completely hypocritical in his – I get he's reading a script. But completely hypocritical in those two responses. He said, we try to be equitable to all dashers as much as possible in the offers. But in the very next segment, they're talking about the high pay order for diamond rewards program. So you mm-hmm. can't have it both ways. I'm fine if they come out and say you're going to get better access. If you are a diamond high pay reward program, you will still get some offers of value. If you are not, you choose how you work because you are still independent and acceptance rate does not matter. Bud Soda, so, what's your well? I can't. What's your acceptance rate right now with DoorDash? If you don't mind me asking, uh, it was fifty-five percent. Fifty-five. Okay. Are you you're in a diamond zone, correct? Yes. Okay. It does matter here when it's slow. Yeah. No, I, I think I think it does as well. Let me get hoodie. Let me get hoodie Smurf in on the convo. Uh, if you want, if you can unmute hoodie. Uh, okay. Perfect. Now, hoodie, what do you think about the clip you saw and/or the driver safety? I don't know if you're aware of the story that we're talking about here. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I saw that. Um, you know, I think one thing that I've seen, you mentioned Mr. Santiago uh, multiple times is about how, like, the apps need to provide more information. And so, like, say if you, when you receive a order, it tells you more information, so you'll know more about, like, where you're going, you know, um, what to expect. Because, like, mm-hmm. I think you pointed it out when it comes when it comes to shopping orders, how like he could be somebody who is, you know, older and then have heavy stuff to take up an apartment and you don't have that information up front. Right. And the same thing kind of goes with safety. So like, you know, one thing I've learned just over the last few years, especially like for, for women, like they have to go through life completely different than like men do just from their perspective because you know from a lot of women i talk to like there's just a different level of safety that they got to have and i like i said i think 
if DoorDash could be could give you more information mm-hmm. and not kind of apply like a broad brush for everything and recognize that hey, you know, a female driver might need to have these type of uh, considerations mm-hmm. versus like your typical male driver or, or you know an older driver might need to have these considerations because like me. I deliver wherever, you know, I, I don't ever uh, think about like where I'm delivering. Cause you know, if I'm in a area that's quote unquote bad, or, you know what I'm saying? I don't like to say bad, but an area that is, you know, not like where the more fortunate live, let's just put it that way. <laughs> um, I'm just more aware, but I don't like to go anywhere with like that kind of fear mentality in my heart and in my mind. And I just go getting the job done, but I'd be more aware, you know, I don't carry, I don't do anything. It's just, it is what it is. And um, mm-hmm. I, I can't, let's see, I, I'm sorry, my eyes are, I can't see the dude's name, but he mentioned about risk and reward. And in reference to, you know, the guy who spoke in the video, like DoorDash, none of these companies, no company can eliminate all the risk. No, they okay? can't. I don't, and, I don't, I, and I'll, I'll say this real quick. Uh-huh. I, don't to, I don't hold DoorDash responsible for my safety. I just don't. I just, right. I just don't. I just think there's too many variables and there's nothing they can really do to help me with something. If something happens and I decide to take something somewhere, I, I, what can they really do? Um, you know, I, I think they can give us more information. I think that would help sometimes, but overall, I don't, you know, I don't think DoorDash could have done anything differently to help that young lady in Florida, but that's just my opinion. Um, yeah, go but, ahead. But go ahead Pedro, you're a man. Yeah, but I, I also think, think that about- I think that could have happened to a man as well. I think it's not as likely. But right, I think, not as likely. I, I, I don't think it's as yeah, likely. Exactly. I definitely don't think it's as likely. But I definitely think I could open a door or a, a gentleman could open a door as I'm going to hand him a bag and he could totally just knock me out, hit me with a baseball bat. Like you, you, all mm-hmm. these things, they could happen to anybody. Right, but but, but I think it's more as likely a, happen to a female I, than a male. Well, as an assault, I, a sexual I, assault is going to happen more likely to a woman than a man. Yeah. Yes, in the I, line I didn't have. Community. Yeah. So I hey, hey real quick, I didn't have kidnapping or sexual assault, but I did almost get stabbed last summer. It could happen to any of us. This was during the daytime, guys. So oh, Pedro, you remember that? So like, I do. Yeah. Pedro had a gun pulled on him, and everyone thought he was faking it. This could happen to yeah. any of us, guys. Well, he didn't pull the so, gun. He didn't pull the gun on me. He did not show. He didn't but he, point the he gun at me. He he yeah. had it and was like had it at his side and was just being weird. Had no shirt on. I was like, I'm not dealing with this dude. I don't know. What, I don't know if he's on drugs. I don't know what you know what his temperament is. You know, you get exactly my me. point, brother. Yeah. You get exactly my point on that. Is it can happen to any one of us? And the only thing I think uh, DoorDash could have done different was like. Um, when drivers report thing or there's local news report have like um, somewhere in our info tab or settings, we could click a little map, see where dash is reported. And we can point on that. That is actually an idea I floated around to them, but obviously they'd have to build that into the app. And that would take a lot of effort, like more so than what the current project safe dash is. And I will say this part of what project safe dash does. Um, one of the ideas was, uh, from people in New York through DAG. Um, I can't publicly disclose why I know that, but I can tell you part of Project Safe Dash really was implemented by a driver's ideas, just like DCC came up with the high pay order program. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all like how Bud Soto's like, I can't publicly. He sounds like those like old like army guys. Like, I can't disclose where I went right. to do in Korea. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bud Soto's just giving us a little bit of like, yeah, I'm really like, I'm a important guy. So basically, Do- Bud Soto's telling us he's the door that shit, not me, is what he's saying. Basically, mm-hmm. I, well, I, I, I've said this in the past. They've called me and I give them information and they do look, you hey, know, listen. someone in the chat earlier was saying, oh, they don't care about what us full time drivers think. I think they really do because they want our feedback on how to better the market. And it's a win win situation. If they call you or they email you and they want feedback, guys, give them it because it, it can be helpful to you. Yeah, I hear that. Let's get uh, let's get the Matrix in on this convo. Uh, Matrix, what are your thoughts on the topics tonight? Yeah, I. I have just always kind of run my business where I just don't deliver there. I have my (laughs) other side of the tracks that I do not accept any order. It could be a a ridiculously paying order. And I just decline without even, I just have my line in the sand, like Mm -hmm. certain street. I don't deliver there. And the only time that I have was when I was going for top dasher and I would take a lot of orders because I was just trying to get in the program to kind of test it out. And the only time I've ever had problems in my entire DoorDash or gig career was mm-hmm. through those orders. I pulled yep. up to a shady-ass hotel in a zone that I would never deliver to. And I was at like 68%. And I wanted to hit 70% to get Top Dasher. It was like 11 mm-hmm. o'clock at night. I take this order. As soon as I pull up, I got a guy opens my back door and starts uh, saying to me, Uber, Uber. Uber. I'm like, I'm not your fucking Uber ride. Get out of my car. I have this. How many people have done that? Yeah. Yeah. This guy comes up to me. He's like, man, you got, you know, Patricia's order. And I'm like, yeah, you're not Patricia. So I just give it to him at the front of a hotel. I go and clear the order. It's a zero tip. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I don't want to do this. And it was my, it's why I'm not a top dasher anymore because I'm so stressed. And I actually felt like I was in danger delivering to neighborhoods or parts of cities mm-hmm. that I otherwise would not deliver to. Not any uh, like discrimination or any, anything like that. It's just in general, I do not go below a certain street because I've had problems. And I, you know, I think that at Matrix, I think that that's a fair assessment and experience. And it goes to what Judge Dre was saying earlier, right? Mm-hmm. About if you're chasing an AR, sometimes you. Well, the likelihood that you're going to have to compromise yourself is heightened, mm-hmm. right? Because Definitely. you might be at 68% and you go out saying, you know what? I just need to work today to get it above mm-hmm. 70. So I know I'm going to have to take five or six orders more than usual. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. And then, yeah, you might put yourself in a neighborhood you don't want to be in. Sure. That is possible. But I'll say this. The trick around that is, and, and all of you guys are seasoned vets. Many of you have more deliveries than I do, right? Mm-hmm. For me, the trick to that is you accept the offer going where you don't want to go, and uh, then you right, un- right. then you unassign it, right. yeah. you because do that because your AR amount, goes up, your AR goes up, and yeah, your completion might go down, but as long as it's not I've, below eighty, you're good. So th- there is I'm there sure. is a little bit of tricks around my market. Yeah, well, you my have to market ninety five percent to be the top dasher. So I always true. knew true, during true. like that the hell five orders we called it. Uh, we had five orders that we could uh, that we could accept uh, yeah. and then unassign, and it wouldn't compromise our acceptance rate if we well, were going for top dasher. But yeah, well, that that would never last, work in my market because we got last, too many shady restaurants. Last military payday, they kept sending me really good offers with like two or three dollar at you know as a double. 
and I kept throwing mm-hmm. out the two or three dollar, and the only time I delivered the two or three dollar, it was going to the same building. So you know, just to not completely trash mine. I was all the way down to eighty three percent completion rate. So yeah, yeah it, there's there's a lot of games they play, and it's not completely transparent. And the fact that they took, you know, I I, I worked during that transition period of twenty twenty one where they stopped showing us what individual orders pay outright, and we had yep. to use the unassigned trick to see what they're each are paying, you know? Yep. And even, mm-hmm. even then, some yeah. drivers are still – I they misunderstand which one means what, and they'll end up unassigning the good order and, and keep the bad order because they'll see total payout will be 3 bucks, and they think they're getting rid of the bad one, you know? Hey, so, hey, hey Pedro? Yeah. I talked to a guy that worked for DoorDash uh, about eight months ago in California mm-hmm. – that he worked in California and I kind of was quizzing him just kind of having a beer talking to him, you know, being real lackadaisical about it. I said, you know, how does the, you know, how does the algorithm work? How does, how does DoorDash, you know, separate orders? And he said, it is 100% mathematical. There is no human sitting behind some screen trying to fuck over judge Dre it is 100% mathematical. It's got up there first. The program, yeah. They get they get the orders and I don't mean good orders. They get the order. Any order in the system, they get first. As well, a top dasher, it comes through them. They either, you know, they'll decline the change orders, yeah. but the good orders will hit their phones first. 100%. It then trickles down to the Diamond program, if the Diamond program is in that market, to those drivers that are online, accepting orders, don't have another ongoing order. And then from that point, it just trickles down to the drivers but, but, based on their acceptance rate from the previous month, not their current acceptance rate, from the previous month. And it trickles down like a mathematical equation based on distance to the restaurant and mm-hmm. distance to the customer. Period. That's what that is the algorithm. There is nobody behind a black shield going, oh man, I'm going to fuck over Pedro today or I'm going to screw up Soto. That doesn't exist. It's an algorithm that is 100% math. Nobody don't say that. Don't say that too loud because Judge Dre thinks DoorDash is. No, no. No, no. No, Wait, wait, wait. I never said. Okay, can I say Can I? Wait, wait. Since you said made that comment, let me clear this up. As a computer networker and as a computer, you know, you know what I did back in the day, I know that it's 100 uh, percent. It manipulates you 100 percent computer wise. There's not nobody sitting behind there pushing buttons. It's but, way. But why do you, you think? Why do you think? Wait, wait, wait. There's a human. It's a computer it. program trying to manipulate you to take the or, order. Duh. It's not manipulation. It is manipulation. Can I correct something? Can I correct something Matrix said? Well, well, listen, it is manipulation when, listen, listen, it's manipulation every time the company does, every time they, what what do they do? The Diamond Reward Program, manipulation for you to take orders that you normally wouldn't take to take risks that you normally won't do. Just the reason why, just give you an example. The reason why they started tracking numbers when it came to sales. I was one of those ones, you eat what you kill. Because when people see the numbers that are posted, what do people do? It's the, you're human. You act like a human. You try to get the be- better numbers. That's what humans do. But you're acting as if one human is trying to manipulate another no, human. No, it's not human. The algorithm isn't going to manipulate a human. Oh, my gosh. Don't you? Don't, don't. Okay, just like how do you, back in the day, the teacher would put all your, your boards, your uh, papers up on the, on the uh, board so, so everybody can see. So what did that do? 
it would make you want to try harder so you can get better numbers. I just want to say, I just want to say, like, honestly, I just want to say, guys, listen, listen, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's all, let's all not try not to, I want you guys all to have, I want the people to be able to hear what you're saying. So let's try not to, let somebody get a thought out before we try to come in. I just want to say, honestly, like, one person said they have talked to someone from DoorDash. One person Mm -hmm. is, you know, involved in computer programming. As far as I know, neither of y'all work for DoorDash, so neither of y'all truly know 100%. So it's not really worth um, arguing over, not to say that you're not free to have your own opinions, but at the end of the day, it's just an opinion. So I wouldn't get too wound up over that because one thing I've realized as I've like just looked over everything with all these programs, it has a in my opinion, a lot more to do with logistics mm-hmm. and that it does anything else. Definitely. So if I were, if, if one thing I would suggest is to not get, not saying you guys are getting bent out over, but anybody who may be listening to not get bent out over stuff that is either outside of your control or something that you don't really just know about. I would say, Try to learn more about, try to like do some more research and learn more. Because in my opinion, it is more logistically, mm-hmm. it's more about logistics than anything else. And they don't even come out and say that they're a logistics company. So they are last like, mile delivery, they're last mile service. They're not trying to say it, it, it is, is logistics. I've been That's doing this for a year and a half. It's the first person I've ever spoken that actually worked with DoorDash. And mm-hmm. he just casually said, oh, it's math. It's a well, mathematical well, algorithm. It's not well, humans. Well, well, this is, so okay, this is, the problem. Hoodie, like, this is the problem. This is the problem, guy that said he worked for DoorDash in uh, California for six months. And you're right. It's not 100% verified. So I guess you can say it's an opinion. But it was the first time I've ever spoken to anybody from DoorDash, mm-hmm. Uber, Grubhub that actually worked for them and said, oh, yeah, it's just a, it's a mathematical equation. It's really simple. Well, it's, really it's always been a mathematical manipulation or, you know, some wizard behind a screen, like trying to so, ruin our lives. It's I mean, it could be, though. It Make could be a yeah. police no, academy type stuff. We never know. No, that's not true. No, no I can't listen, get a word in. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dre. No, I was going to say it, it, it is logistics, but this is the problem when I tell you when it comes like that. The part of manipulating is, and when I say that, this is you still have control over it, but it's when it's, we're back in the day. You, if if those orders were no tip going to, let's say a four mile two dollar order, you weren't taking it. It didn't. Just basically, how they manipulate you? How can we get drivers to take more orders? It's not about the c- c- increasing the tip. It's how can we manipulate drivers to take more orders? That's why you put the numbers because people like to get high numbers. Always people like to brag about. That's the reason why you go get the better job. You go to law school. You go to med school. Why? Because you get the money. You get you get the uh, job. You get the money. You get the girl. I mean, it is a form of manipulation because you don't realize because you're trying to get better numbers so you get better orders. Right. As soon as they started penalizing you for the numbers, that no, but I'm saying all the logistics shit went out the window as soon as they start penalizing you for the numbers. Then it became a form of manipulation. See, like like if you would have said this a year ago, I would say fine, it's just random. 
But after you start being penalized for not taking crummy orders, then it became a form of manipulation. Uh, so how do you, how are you penalized? I'm I'm not. Hody, okay, okay. Hody, uh, can I interject? I'll explain. You are penalized okay. for not taking a Ford off two because you're not maintaining above fifty percent. And then when it's slow, you don't get priority. So for example, when I was slow, they would send me a ten dollar double at two in the afternoon versus a single for six and a single for three fifty. So they would combine those up, and then the dollar to mile would make sense. And yeah, I'm delivering a three dollar order. But ten dollars total, it's profitable. It keeps me busy while I'm slow. And Pedro said the same thing earlier. When he's slow, he thinks it makes a big difference. And I have talked to DoorDash themselves, guys. And um, Matrix, this is where you're along. They took out the language where Top Dasher gets priority, and I asked about that when they called me last. And this was like four months ago now. So now, Dashers in high pay order program zones do not get priority. The high pay order drivers who maintain above 50 do, and the ones who get 70 get even higher priority if you maintain mm-hmm. it. I yeah. know a dasher, he said he was at 91% acceptance rate this morning, and he was making 31 an hour all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. No joke. He showed me his numbers, and he's a driver I've coached in the past, so I don't think that's, I don't think why would he lie about that. 91 is insane to me. I've been up to 90 maybe a couple times I can think of where mm-hmm. it was just busy all night and I was just taking order and order and order because they're all good. Is but he managed to do that one an hour on it, one app or multi-app? He, he's only what? on DoorDash. Yeah. Only on DoorDash. This is the I had a guy who got 99%. This is just the weekends on, on Fort Dr- for Fort Drum for DoorDash. And I worked longer than he did. He worked more of the peak hours. I worked for 20 and a half hours and I averaged 30 an hour yesterday. So I know that sounds crazy, but it is possible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're taking a $4 for two mile at two in the afternoon when it's slow or a $10 double for five mm-hmm. or six miles, you know, that's profitable and it makes sense. And you keep busy and moving. That's how I work. And that's how I keep busy, how I keep profitable mm-hmm. and how I make my money and how I make three grand if I work over a hundred hours a lot of weeks so it is very possible to do that hold on I want to I want to I want to pause real quick because do it uh, um, um Bud Soda just said how I make three grand and work <laughs> over a hundred hours I don't want anybody to think that they should do that and that, that that's no, normal no, 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 okay but it's All right. I, I, I need to for, for, just for just for a disclaimer I don't want anybody out there working 100 hours a week. I, I'm going to say that, but so can, but I don't want anybody else to do that. I, don't I was know. making $400 in five this, minutes. This, <laughs> this goes back to what we were touching on earlier about being independent contractors. What we are yeah. comfortable with should be up to each individual. If I'm comfortable going to that Section 8 housing because I know they're friendly toward me because they like their food delivery drivers, but the street – uh, a half mile away is where I almost got stabbed and I will not service that neighborhood because everyone's a sketchball and always giving you that eye. You know, you know that feeling when you roll up somewhere and everyone's watching you and you're like, they don't have a friendly look. They got that mm-hmm. menacing look. So I feel that people should be able to work as they see fit. If you have a 10% acceptance rate like Mr. Flex and only accept the hidden tip indicators, that's on you. You sure. work as you see fit. It's not manipulation to an extent, 
but it is on the other hand. You don't have to sit yeah. there and take a smaller order. You don't. You still have that decline button. But, we are allowed to decline. So, but, but the problem, you, but say look, you look, have the, to, you chose to. You should be able to decline without penalty. See, that's the problem, which is going to get them in trouble. Because, and literally, any lawyer in the world who takes her case afterwards, maybe, maybe that's the reason why they call me judge. I can look at both sides and I realize you can't manipulate people into doing something that they were really shorned about. That people, what's so bad is this? They may not, you might not win a law, but you're going to win an art of public opinion. And that's a very good point. Judge, let me ask you. There's no penalty. My acceptance rate is 5%. There's Let me no play devil's else. advocate. Devil's advocate here. Come on. Because we're talking about manipulation and and they don't, you know, and, and penalizing. DoorDash mm-hmm. started telling us what was going to happen several months ago. And let yeah. me get my thought. Let me get my thought out. They told us and gave us the option to reset acceptance rate. And then Diamond Zone comes in tell, telling us. So for mm-hmm. me, I don't see the manipulation because they're actually telling you exactly what you need to do in order to get high priority orders. Where's the manipulation okay. there? Let me continue. Okay, manipul- on, on. okay. okay. I'll tell you where it is. Let me continue. So oh, okay. if, if, the, if they're telling you exactly what to do in mm-hmm. order to get priority, whether you believe in priority or not, because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't believe in the priority, but I also believe those people are on the, are on the large order program. So they mm-hmm. have something that most drivers don't have, so they don't really need it. Right. But sort of mentions flex flex doesn't, you know, even though his earnings are down, but that's a whole nother, maybe a whole nother stream. Right. I believe his earnings are down because he's not adapting and he's in a diamond zone and he's not, you know, he's, he's working less. He his, is, his, he is. his, his earnings are, money. his earnings are down. So he's not, and that's fine. He's independent. He can do what he wants. Right. But I think DoorDash is actually being pretty clear when it comes to the acceptance rate. And I think okay. they've done that in the last six to eh, we'll call it six months or so. I don't think it's okay. I don't think it's right. I'm not advocating for it. But what I'm saying is I don't see manipulation because they actually told us what they were doing. Pedro, I'm going to tell you this. I love you, man. I'm going to just tell you I love you guys. (laughs) Like, no, 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 listen. I love you guys. Go ahead. ahead. No, no, I'm right. I know you're playing devil's advocate. I love you guys like it is. And I sit back every day when I have these conversations with you. Mm-hmm. And I see how some of y'all people are so naive to, to the form of this. It makes me want to go back to stealing again. I mean, I'm not even going right. to lie because okay, no, but, no, I'm not even going to lie. I want to go like when I see how naive people they are. Remember, like I told you, I was a bad thief. I was an electronic thief. And then now I went back. To, and now I'm a good guy, as they say. But I'm just saying, you want to no, but I'm just saying, look, as as a former they did, did that electronically and you manipulate people to do certain toys. Oh, definitely. And then now you see how easy it is to pull the wool over a lot of people's eyes. You sometimes you don't even, the best manipulators don't even realize they're being manipulated. Let me ask like, you that's a question. Like saying, Let me ask you a question. Look, so, so I don't, I, I feel, and this could go to many different walks of life and, and how we look at things and what happens. And I think there's truths with how the government might do things and the world works. And mm-hmm. listen, I get it. But, I, I don't feel like I'm being manipulated because right. I don't because I don't that's feel the, that's that way. When I start my day, when I start my day, right, I look at these apps as an opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, I can accept to decline or not decline and unassign. I do it all the time. I drop orders all the time. I unassign mm-hmm. them. I 
So for me, I can still move freely within the app enough to where I am not being controlled in that way. And I'm still able to make money. Now, the minute that I think I'm being manipulated and something ain't right, then I'll stop doing it. Right. But I think if DoorDash is telling you exactly what we expect now, because it's an app and they're going to shift things. And now more than ever, more more drivers, more dashers have the app on their device than ever before. So DoorDash has the power to say, hey, we got 30 percent more drivers than we had a year and a half ago. So they can they can do these things. And they're a technology business company. So I actually don't care that they do this stuff. I just don't. Because well, I mean, a lot of people saying. don't like that I say that, but we have to stop looking at, and I said this earlier in the live, right? And you guys were here. You remembered I said it. We have to stop saying we're independent and wanting mm-hmm. that, but then expecting them to give us shit, right? Okay. Because so, if, they, okay. if we're expecting them to do stuff for us, that is an employee. We're not employees, right? Pedro, so we, we can't problem, have bro. we can't have the best of both worlds, guys. We can't. Pedro, this is the problem, though. They want you to look. Look, the manipulation is to get you to take the crummy orders so they can get them out the system. Where if they went back, say wait, 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 say everybody, say everybody in the world had a DoorDash app, everybody. But now, if they didn't have the numbers to make you the acceptance rate and all of this, then the crappy orders still would never get delivered. See, that's yeah. the form of manipulation. But, but you got to manipulate the people to take the two of the orders. Manipulation in terms of because it, it, I think it's a different deal. Because I got got today, and I don't get got very often. And I accepted a double, kind of lazy, not really looking at it. It was like sixteen fifty for two orders, like under three miles. And I'm like, okay. And I I yeah. usually check both orders because I will unassign the shit order that they put. Uh, mm-hmm. Attached to the good order, and yeah, I just wasn't really paying attention. I went and picked both of them up. I'm driving to the first delivery, and I happen to notice it's 450. Right. Now, 450 for you guys may be like, oh, it's not that bad. For me, it's bad. I don't yeah. want to tip. I've done four dollars. Shove it up your ass. So I show up. I deliver to the uh, to the uh, customer, and I look, and it's actually a dollar tip. Right. And I'm like, mother. Effort. They yeah, got, I have I have problems with those people one. on all apps. I delivered the second order. It was like a ten fifty order. All in mm-hmm. all, miles per dollars, it was fine. But I was pissed yeah. off two hours yeah, yeah. because they got me. And if you want to call that manipulation, because I was like snoozing on the job, that's one thing. But mm-hmm. you're talking about like mathematical manipulation and mind tricks, and and the other no. thing is people that don't know what they're doing. I've run into a lot of dashers before that don't speak our language, don't speak English, and they kind of we're going back and forth, and I'm kind of talking to them with my broken Spanish, and they, you know, I said this last week, they're under the assumption that they have to take every order to keep mm-hmm. their job with DoorDash. They That's think true. they're employees of DoorDash. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, you can decline. That's that's malo. That order yeah. is malo. Kaka. Yeah, don't take that order. And they don't understand tell that. Mm-hmm. Is that part tell of them look up Hispanic DoorDash channels. Yeah. That, well, I, I had a guy. Remember, I had a guy in my group. He had a ninety-nine percent acceptance rate, ninety-nine percent completion rate. And now, now you would think that this and he'd only and think about it, he'd only delivered like four hundred orders. He was new. Like that literally, and they sent him to one of the worst restaurants. It is like this, and I'm like, wow. But see, like one of the things I said when we were selling those subprime mortgage loans to people, oh, just because we were taking advantage of people, 
and 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 it was uh, really against the law doesn't mean it's morally right. I, I I think that people signed up and they didn't understand right. what they were really signing, even if they did their due diligence. Um, exactly. the, the rate varies. That means they could change it at any point, or here's a yeah. plan where it should raise, but they could also change that at any point. And they <laughs> actually advertised that they had to legally. So mm-hmm. if you didn't hurry up to pay it off quickly, that 30-year mortgage at 1% interest rate, because it was ridiculously cheap at the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Or not, but not 1%, but like 5%. Cool. It would go to 10, then 15, yeah. then 20. And that's what caused the crash. And we're, mm-hmm. we're doing that all over again. Definitely. So the auto loans and everything else. So what I'm trying to say, Dre, mm-hmm. since you said you left, you left the life of crime, mm-hmm. and don't you think that DoorDash helped you be on the straightened arrow and no, no, <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. The only thing that made me leave the life of crime alone is I had a son that was coming, and I didn't want to tell him that dad used to steal. So, and then, like, just give it like, so like, like had- wait, wait, listen, listen, I'll tell you, you ask the question, let me answer. I didn't want to tell him that dad used to steal, so I didn't have that. So then I started looking at morally the things I did. So I was recruited to work at a company called Collin Point Mortgage. When I found out exactly what we were doing to people, I quit. Like, I walked out. The guy came in to sign a loan. He was so happy. And I found out that, wait, wait a minute. What? This is what we're doing to people? Are we selling these loans? I walked out with him so because it was it yeah. was morally wrong, and I don't do that no more. Because so to me, company, if you're – right, if, you're, if, yeah. you are, if a company is committing a crime and you work there, you're committing a crime. Yeah, you, you should have reported them to the FEC. I just want to oh, say – That was common, though. Like <laughs> – if they like, didn't disclose it at said, all, either, anywhere in the contract or verbally, you yeah, were breaking but, up. I mean, it was normal. I need that to interject like, real quick. Uh, okay. I, go ahead. Somebody said uh, the eight, the <laughs> robot brother. Yeah, he got to leave and come back. Leave and come back sometime to clear up. We, we can't hear you, brother. Okay. Yeah, oh, no. I, I, yeah, just, so just tell him to leave and come back. The reason, why I, does it all the time. the reason why I had to say that is because I studied economics. Uh, that, that's not – it wasn't the loans that actually caused the um, the, the crash. Um, I, I advise you to – everybody to – because you – we all, especially it's as independent contractors, a lot of this stuff is tied together. We all, we all should go and learn about what mm-hmm. really happened there because mm-hmm. it is actually all it. Now, that was part of it, but the real cause of the crash is much deeper than that. And I'm not going to bore Bro. you guys with the details. I would just yeah, say, let's not. Let's oh, yeah. not listen. Hold on, let me reel this in. I don't want to get off subject too much, right? I'm sorry, um, but uh, no, no, you're good. Listen, okay. listen, hold on. It was stop, 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 stop. Listen, I think we have to remember, right? We're trying to compare people being, you know, having these crazy mortgages and they can't afford it to us delivering McDonald's. And to me, it's extremely different. So let's 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 keep it let's keep it let's keep it in the same lane, okay? Because we're talking about manipulation, and you know, I get it. But I think mm-hmm. what we have to realize is. We, you know, these, this app, right? We're independent contractors. This app is designed for us to, as an opportunity to turn it on and we connect. DoorDash connects us. Dad Dash is in here. He, he made a video about this. Go check him out. Okay. DoorDash connects us with opportunities 
mm-hmm. with local merchants to drop them off to people that live in your community or whatever community you decided to dash that day. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, it's not it's, it's it might be bigger than that because it is a billion dollar company. There's a lot of dashers, you know, all this stuff. It's I got IPO now. They're publicly traded. All these things that mean a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. But as a singular dasher and that's what we all do. We wake up. We turn an app on. We accept. We decline. That's it's very simple to me. And I used to make these videos and feel really impassioned about I need DoorDash to do this. They should do this. And while I think they should and could do things that could be better, I also can say that of any major corporation. Okay. Mm-hmm. We could talk about Monsanto. Monsanto is the worst company of all, right? We could talk about Amazon, Walmart, okay. Target. Amazon. I can talk about all these companies, right? So Coca-Cola. for me. Exactly. Once you look at DoorDash as strictly as an opportunity and you don't feel like you're being manipulated, it makes working the app a lot easier. And I also believe more dashers will probably benefit if they just look at DoorDash for what it's worth, take the emotion out and go get your money and then stop whenever you're done. I think we'll be better served. You trying to say you you actually say like you actually think that it's better now than it was then. I like the random better. What do, you, what do you what do you mean? What Where do you basically mean? it was unless I wanted to be a top dasher, I didn't have to worry about, you know, getting uh, sh- shitty ass orders just because I wasn't taking all these bullshit. Oh, orders. I see what you mean. You know what? I, like, honestly, right. Honestly, basic, right. I, honestly, like back in the day, I made more. I made way. Remember, I was making almost six hundred dollars a day. Like literally, I, I, I quit my contracting job, and it was just it was easier for me to DoorDash and do, do the contracting. Yeah, but just I, 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 <laughs> I believe the only reason that a majority of dashers would have experience that you're having is why you would say it was better a couple of years ago is because no, of the saturation last year, just before okay, the diamond reward. Right. Yeah. So I think it's more so DoorDash understands now more than ever. They have the numbers. They know exactly how many drivers well, are out there per day. We don't. So now they can. They can do things with the app. And I think we're making drivers are making less money for two reasons. Either there's more dashers in your market or as a dasher, you're not willing or able to adapt. And then you're going to make what you make. That's, that's well, it. So, or I'll just that's, give an example. Like when I did my scale, when I went from I was down to like 15 percent acceptance rate. So basically for that three for like four days, I had to take every I took every order to get it up to 99 just to see how they would treat me. I was sitting there laughing because I was sitting there talking to my friends, you know, the dash women. They're like, oh, man, you're a good one, Dre. I'm like, yeah. I sat up there and said, DoorDash pay for like one week was like 240 bucks. Tips was $96. Now, how in the world, like literally, that was just like unheard of. Normally, like your tips is like four times the DoorDash pay. And the DoorDash pay was like double the tips. And it's just like, wow, you making money off DoorDash, pay? That's going to be super rare for tips to be four times the days. Well, back in in the day, it was – remember, I made $600 a day. I'm a contractor. I bill myself out at $35 an hour. Like, we also have to consider that $100 a day. All of these numbers and all of these experiences are market-dependent. So, like – like, you know, you could say you're making that much money and that, you know, that might be yep. your market. Just like Pedro makes the amount that he um, displays, you know, that he makes in the STL market. Yeah. And, and, and then in Cleveland, the yeah, worst city so, in the world. <laughs> I mean, come on. I'm, but I, I'm, I'm just saying, though, like, like there's there's more to it than I'm just saying, like, there's more to it. So everybody's experience is not going to be the exact same. The reason I just want to say, like, the reason why I do this and, and 
all of these changes made me realize like, what is it that I do this for? It's because I like he said, I like the freedom. I love to drive and it just uh, like the ability to be able to go from one place to another, be outside and not have to deal with a jerk manager. Like I love it. And I would recommend every like Pedro says to do multi multi uh, apping, which I've been doing for a while. You, you're gonna have to, like he says, you're gonna have to adapt because like those days of being able to make a lot of money through these apps more than likely are are not gonna be here anymore just because of the, where the economy is headed, particularly over the next couple of months. And so you, re- I'm sorry, good. I'm already seeing that because manufacturing jobs are shrinking because manufacturing is like they've lost like good 10, 50 percent, and that's like a sign of a recession. And they're already Absolutely. starting to lay those people off. And um, then uh, retail, I mean, there's dozens of Walmarts across the country, and this is not a fluke. They're they're shutting down, like, dozens of stores, not just singular stores that have really bad problems, but, like, any of them that are <clears throat> underperforming. They're Absolutely. just getting rid of them. And, how how does know, that line up with the unemployment rate being an, at an all-time low? That doesn't okay, make so sense. Oh, because I'm of glad, the great glad. resignation. The great resignation. So people are voluntarily leaving, and this is the next thing. They're hopping into the gig economy. So those people never what, get reported yes. as unemployed. 100% correct. You want to, so, see, that's, you made a great point there, and I'm glad you brought that up. The re, there's one of the great things about these apps. This is like one of the best safety nets that has ever occurred in yep. from from the um, from the, from the labor uh, from the labor side. It is it is it is a, a, essentially a safety net. So the unemployment rate, which is overall, which is kind of like a fib number in the first place, but this allows that number to be somewhat artificially played with compared yep. to where it's at. But like you said, a lot of manufacturing jobs are being lost. I, I live in a city where there are a lot of tech jobs, and a lot of those tech jobs are going down too. So, yep. and, and then of course you have a lot of people, older people who are retiring. Um, and then you've got the uh, teachers who are going to be off for the summer. A lot of people are going to be off. Yep. So well, the thing is, like, you have to be able to see ahead and and not rely on this being what it was yesterday. Because no company out there is is ever just kind of relying or saying, man, I wish that things were like it was yesterday. The, all companies are looking months and months ahead, and you have to see yourself as an independent contractor like a like your own company. You are your own business. I would encourage all of you to uh, file yourself as an LLC. It, it costs like $15. There's nothing to it. But you become your own delivery company. You are an L- like Bud Soto LLC. Then you limit your liability from any lawsuits, any accidents, anything that would ever uh, come upon you as uh, as a gig worker. I would encourage yeah. you guys to look into forming an LLC as just being a delivery LLC, as opposed to just being a person where yeah. your social security number. Look into that, guys. There's a lot of protection in that. I have an LLC. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And the cost we're, varies we're, we're based off of your state too. So, that's what I say. It's not yeah, all. Yeah. So DoorDash is an opportunity, and most people know what DoorDash and Uber are. So people are going to flock to them first when these manufacturing jobs and the retail jobs go away. I mentioned those too because those are typically blue collar, you know, 
lower middle class type jobs. So if that happens, we're in big trouble. And I think the biggest keys to success with any of these apps and why we should especially multi-app is because we need to adapt and make our money. Adaptation is how the biggest keys to my success. I do it on the fly and that's how I'm so successful. And a lot of people don't understand that. Pedro really tries hard to explain it in his videos and a lot of other content creators. Matrix, I watched a few of yours. You do a pretty decent job of explaining it. But people just don't want to listen. They just want to sit there and decline and expect the $10 for one mile to come to their phone. And it just ain't happening. They don't want to do the 4 or $5 order when you need to. Sorry. Would you, you got to. Would, would you think of uh, ever forming a LLC, Bud Soto? Yeah, I need to because I'm doing. Get a bunch I, I of more wanna, tax breaks, man. You get a, yeah, you get yeah. A lot I, I have I have a DB I have a DBA, and I talked to my accountant about that, and she says be, because of what I'm doing, and I'm not doing personal, and it's just these food delivery apps. You're not really getting a big tax benefit from it, considering right. how much money I made. I grossed seventy nine thousand dollars last year, uh. So yeah, and but you get, the you thing get much is more, much more write offs in terms of mileage. And wear and tear, and the mileage vehicle. is the same. And, wear and uh, tear, tires, you can't uh, brakes, any kind of maintenance. No, you you, like, you can't. You're not supposed oh, wait, to be able to write about, those things off eight, anymore. I get about eighteen percent higher. Uh, this would be where the this would be where the YouTuber disclaimer comes in and says, "I'm not." A yeah. Tech so professional. Uh, <laughs> listen, none, none of this information. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you, hoodie. None of this information is being talked about uh, uh, professionals. This is all a matter of opinion. I just got to say that. But listen, let me let me let me ring it in a little bit, okay? Okay. Let me ring, let me ring it in, and I want to get you guys' thoughts. <laughs> After I ring it in, we'll start with Judge. We'll go to Bud Soda hoodie, and then we'll finish with the Matrix. So we're talking about okay. um, manipulation, DoorDash. You know, I showed that video of the, the. I think his name is Cody or Corey. I can't remember, but he was a guy with a beard, and he talked a lot, right? He's a and he talked guy. about. You know, he answered some questions from DoorDash. We talked about driver safety. What could DoorDash really do? Once again, if I'm if we're gonna rein this in, right? Mm-hmm. And this, I'm gonna ask a question. You guys tell me: Do you want to be independent or do you want to be an employee? Because I feel like a lot of things, and myself included, a lot of the videos I've made when I'm talking about DoorDash, I think you should do this, or I expect this, or why don't you do this, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of it sounds like we want benefits. We want them to do something for us. So let me give you an analogy before I okay, before I get you guys' opinion. We're independent contractors, right? And a lot of people throw around the word "true independent contractors," right? Kim and Kevin, uh, Kim something and 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 whatever Kevin, they Kevin. went to Kim Kevin. Thank you, Bud Soda. They went to Congress and they spoke about the rights and all this stuff. And apparently there's 65 million independent contractors, but I think that's an inflated number, but I could be wrong. And we, we represent as DoorDash drivers and gig economy, food delivery and rideshare drivers. We represent a very small percent of that 65% million. Mm-hmm. So yes. when these true independent contractors, and I don't like that when they say that, I'm going to be the first mm-hmm. to say it. I do not like when, because they're separating us. I feel like mm-hmm. the, the, these true independent contractors are looking down on us and they're mad at us that the government wants to step in because there's, you know, things going on in DoorDash's app, right? And I feel like they're looking down on us when they say that. There's no other way, you know, true independent, true. What the fuck does that mean? I don't understand it, right? We put our pants on the same way. I'm doing work. And sometimes I probably make more than you do, right? So what, who cares, right? My, 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 point, my point is this, a true independent contractor, so a plumber, He's got, he's got business, true independent contractor. Mm-hmm. He contracts and gets bids, blah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. In his in his marketplace, 
there's other plumbers coming in doing plumbing work. There's other people doing this. And, you know, there's new fees that might have to come in that are part of his budget now because maybe they, the, the, fee, the fees went up and all these things, right? Now there's new apps that have to rate him as a plumber. That didn't happen five years ago. Now he's getting mm-hmm. rated. He's getting thumbs up, thumbs down. He's getting, right? There's all these apps that do that, right? He's getting a mm-hmm. bad review, right? So what's the difference? He, as a true independent contractor, has to navigate the world of being truly independent because he's independent, right? And he has to mm-hmm. deal with these things and he has nobody to bitch and complain to. So if we want to be independent contractors, my question to you four gentlemen is, why are we ex- calling ourselves independent, but then we're expecting an app to mm-hmm. do things for us? I'll start with Judge Dre. Okay. As an independent contractor, that's my first job. So I totally see where you're going. And I hate to say, I wish DoorDash went back to the straight independent contractor. I have no problem with uh, that because it's a big difference. Like I said, if it's like saying, Dre, build this kitchen and bathroom right here and do it at cost. Mm -hmm. Or, Or we don't give you a job or you don't get on priority for next week to do another job. I mean, that's what DoorDash is doing. Go back to no. Either you, here's the pay, here's how many miles, take it or leave it. If you don't want it, too bad. But I'm not going to penalize you for not taking it. See, that's the problem. When you're penalized for not taking a job, like say, you know, I go bid on a bathroom and I say, this person here, I know what I'm dealing with. Okay, this person's a pain in the ass. They're going to be asking questions. I'm going to have to talk to them at home. I factor all that in. So I say, oh, shoot, I, you know, I charge him a $500 asshole tax or this you type of, that you know, customer. right, right. Or de- right. Decline. But when you say, take this job, do it at cost, do it below cost. And if you don't, I'm going to penalize you for next week. Let me tell That's you this. There are a lot. There are a lot of plumbers that will do a job to get a better job the next week. Yeah. But and, uh, and hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's no there's no different in taking a four dollar order going a mile. Right. Because you're, you're mm-hmm. like, you know what, maybe this uh, it's, I'm going to make something. Mm-hmm. This isn't what I want, but I'm independent. And sometimes I got to adapt and move a little differently to make a little bit of money. And some drivers might even say, I'm going to take this four going a mile because in my market, I need to stay above 50 okay. percent. And, and, and it's profitable for them. They'll take it. So that plumber, I've been, I've been a contractor for 20 job, years. Right. But that plumber that might take the job that doesn't it doesn't pay him as much as he thinks he's worth. Mm-hmm. But he might get a good review and he's doing somebody a solid. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll do that job because he can make that choice to take it or not mm-hmm. take it. And some okay. people have to some people have to take that. Not every order on DoorDash is going to be great, guys. I think a lot of us are over expecting to have everything to be great. We can't. We're up against more dashers than okay. ever before. Not listen, every order is going to pay ten dollars going a mile. It's it's not but, realistic. No, but the problem with that is this. Like I said, as a contractor for 20 plus years, I said is this. Yes, it's a big difference from I'm going to do this bathroom right here just a little over cost because I know this dude's got connections and I'm going to get this business here. Yeah. It doesn't work that way with DoorDash. And you know that I said, this is no, the problem no, too. No, no, As no, a contractor, you got to have bone in, bonehead insurance. Like I've seen people cut through the mask on a house. I mean, you, you have to weigh all of that crap in. You got an idiot on the payroll. They can put your company out of business. Like I've so, saved two companies that I've been like when I wasn't point man on the job, I've yeah. saved them twice from boneheads on the job. And I mean, your insurance and some of this stuff that has to be repaired, if they make a mistake, is not cheap. 
That's why that's why contractors get a shitty ass name because it's so many things that could go wrong. Like you see the videos of people just installing TV mounts hitting pipes. Yeah. Imagine when you're doing remodels. I mean, like kitchen and bathroom. Your your kitchen's gone for six months. So much shit. I mean, like literally, it's a big difference that than 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 a two dollar order down the street. It is the two dollar order is way <laughs> easier, right? So yeah. why so why are we complaining as much? You just well, but, but, you but, wait, 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 wait. No, I'll tell what, you this: the two dollar order for so six miles. Easy. Well, but, no, listen. You don't have to tell <laughs> me this. Don't don't know why. Nobody's saying you don't know why. Yeah, we don't have to take that. What I'm saying, my, my point is what we do is a lot easier, but we're expecting DoorDash to do even more for us than we really need sometimes. It's not, an app. That's it. It's, it's an app. I'm not expecting them to do nothing. I'm not like maybe because I have no expectations of the company. Like I, I like literally I, I've been hit in a car like right after a dash. I probably could have fought. No, whatever. I just chalked it up as, as it's just life. But the, but my thing is, like I said, you shouldn't be penalized because you don't take an order. And that's the whole thing that changes it from the manipulation to not being an independent contractor. I don't expect the company to do shit for me. I don't call them. I don't expect nothing. Only thing I expect is I would expect, hey, these are the orders available. Either you can take these or leave it. But now I would like that. But when you say, well, if you don't take this, then we're not going to give you orders when it's b- busy, then that's a form of manipulation. No, 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 no. no. When it's busy, the, the, the orders are out there and free, and they want drivers to take no matter what. Yes. It's when it's slow, it matters more, in my honest opinion, or you get priority towards certain orders. Yeah. So, but anyway, go go ahead and finish, Dre. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, he's, he's, I think he brings some good points. I understand why you're saying, yeah, I don't like that they, you know, they're making me feel like I need to take something in order to get something later, later, oh, later. That's right. better. Or, I, I understand that, but that goes to people's points where, okay, well, okay, if you don't want to take the trash between two and four on DoorDash, and you know there's going to be trash from two p.m. to four p.m. in my market, and I don't want to settle, mm-hmm. right, so that I get better orders at peak mm-hmm. time. I, I get it. So that means you turn on Instacart, you turn on Uber Eats, you turn exactly. on this, you turn on that, and then you mm-hmm. fill in the gaps because we're independent and we can do that. And we can turn on mm-hmm. DoorDash off and on as we want. We can turn Uber on as much as Definitely. we want. We turn Instacart. So for me, it's like, okay, I see that the app is trash at this time. I see what they're doing. So I'm going to use another app to, to fill in my time mm-hmm. because DoorDash isn't telling us we have to turn the app on for eight hours a day and take mm-hmm take 20 orders a day we're not employees we don't have to do that right so i think mm-hmm. we got to get away from doordash is wanting me to do this no they, they they really they really don't they're just telling you if you want better orders sometimes maybe you try this if not okay mm-hmm. then you don't have to like, and it's, it's only that way if you choose I, to I agree with that. time and then well, see, I, I agree with that our decision so they don't force okay. you to work by time pedro did a bunch of videos on work by time yeah, that's a choice I, yeah, I'm not it's a big choice. believer in that, and I gave Pedro and Nugs a lot of crap for it, but I do see the value in it for some people, and then there's a lot of people just doing it part-time, and they just want it easy, you know? That way they can just accept whatever and not have to deal with the headache of worrying if it's right. $2 or not. So, so, but so let me let me ask you, so so independent, right? So so do you want to stay independent and, and work the yes. app how you choose, or do you want – or do you expect DoorDash to do certain things, and do you want to go to – like to wear an employee type, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we can't have both, you know? So, so, okay. Here's my thing is the current law is they can't do certain things for us. And they're already in the gray area among giving us like 
they gave us the Rona stuff. But I mean, the government kind of looked the other way on any company that did that because, you know, they were already spending trillions. And uh, then we had uh, the where if you got hurt while you were on a dash, supposedly, like that guy was saying, like they cover that crap. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a big gray area, but I think it, I think these apps should be allowed to, because I remember having a conversation with another content creator that we both know, um, he renamed construction and he tried to get his, his, uh, contractors a better deal. And because he tried to do that, the government came down on for, I think companies should be allowed to do that to help their, if their contractors choose to opt in, mm-hmm. let them do that. That's stupid that they're not allowed to do that. So mm-hmm. At the same time, oh, let's use the plumbing analogy that you, you guys were using. Okay, the plumber, uh, he's getting called to a McDonald's because uh, their sink just broke or it's overflowing, it's clogged, something's wrong with the drainage. They need to get it fixed right away because they basically have no dishes left. And he comes in, but they don't want to pay his emergency fee. But because the regular contractor can't come for the emergency call, he sees value and oh man, I could get a bigger contract. I can get these calls all the time. I can probably get a better emergency. I can mm-hmm. probably get uh, you know, more consistent mm-hmm. work because this franchise has ten locations in my area. So think about it. And then so take that to DoorDash. Mm-hmm. I do that four dollar add-on at two in the afternoon that they gave me. Four dollars for two miles extra. It's two dollars a mile. That's still good. So, but that customer liked my service. You like that I use my hot bag, and like that I was friendly and thanked them, and they rated me five stars. According to DoorDash Red, the DoorDash themselves, five stars matters, and you get priority to their orders. So they order all the, let's say ten fifteen items, and it gets passed around. And when I finally get it, when I'm done doing another order. It comes to me at $15 for 10 to 15 items. Who wouldn't take that all day, guys? Come on. It comes back to you. So that's what Pedro was trying to say earlier, is you've got to manipulate these apps. Don't let them manipulate you. And this okay, is but, also raised to multi-app. But this so is, you a, have this is what I'm trying to say, man. You know, but this, I like, I have no problem doing this crap when it's profitable. But like I said, in my market, we're getting a lot of orders where they're under 75 cents a mile. I've done that. Like literally. Because, okay, and I mean, okay, they're okay. just killing you with them. Here's decline, my just analogy. decline. Just decline. Hit the decline button. Take it out of your brain. And, 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 and woosah, like, like they said in a Bad Boys movie, and take the next order. That's good. That's the best so, I can say. Right, right. No, I'm, just, I'm just playing right. I have no problem with that. But the, I, I have a problem with just the being penalized. See, that's so, the problem. Okay. It's two in the afternoon, and I took um, – a dollar per mile order going all the way across the military base. I would take a dollar per mile any day. <laughs> but, but they threw me back an $8 for uh, 10 miles, and that's only $0.80 cents per mile. But it's a single, and there's a chance that I could get a stack or I can get an order off of another app. So the fact that just because it's not, but think about it as if you were at the restaurant. That's a dollar sixty per mile at the restaurant. Hey. Most of us would do it. Oh, I, I would do, uh, just give an example. I would do both of those orders. I mean, literally. I, but you, you, but know. you were saying earlier you would you hate those four dollars for two miles, and you wouldn't do a seventy cent per mile no, no. order. Two dollars for four miles. Two dollars for four miles. 
Okay. You got it backwards. Listen, let's let's welcome JP and JP. I'm sorry I didn't see you JP. in the background. Hey guys, how are you? Sorry, JP. I don't know how long can, you were there. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Yes, sir. Okay. Let me. I want to kick it to Hoodie and the Matrix, and we'll get to JP. Hoodie, Ma- Hoodie, what do you say about the independent? You know, we're, 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 we we want to be independent, but then we expect DoorDash to do certain things for us, or expect them to make us safe. Expect this, like you know. I feel like I know where JP's going to have with this. So I'm glad JP's here. But Hoodie, what do you say to that? Can we have the best of both worlds? <clears throat> I'm sorry. Can y'all still hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, I think the best part about this is being independent. Um, in reference to what's whatever's going on with the um, people in Congress, like I've seen a lot of employee or excuse me, employers and companies, in my opinion, tread the line of kind of exploiting this uh, worker classification law and um where they should be classifying their workers as employees, especially based off what they're trying to get them to accomplish. And they're not, and they're trying to skirt that, um, basically ride this wave of popularity from these apps like Uber and, um, and, and DoorDash and et cetera. Me personally, I, I want to. Re- I would want to remain an independent contractor because, like I said, the flexibility that you have to whenever you want to not work whenever you want to accept what you want and to decline what you don't want. That that freedom and independence is powerful, and it gives so many people the opportunity to work other things uh it's given me the opportunity to work on other things that i would not be able to um with another job telling me i need to be here at this time and i gotta put on a monkey suit on top of that, that amen that, and that's, I don't the, have that's to the do best that part here. about that's the best Agreed. part about the gig economy continue please um and so i would also like i had a i worked for a very well-known large insurance company. And I had a manager who let's just say he was a Nepo baby there. And he like, he wanted to fight me (laughs) because I, I, you know, I guess he felt like I was getting too much attention from, you know, other people in the building and he wanted to fight me. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to fight you like this childish. I don't have to deal with that. I would much rather have to deal with, okay, I I may have to, you know, take this um, order here or take this this low value order here. I would much rather have to do that than deal with some Nepo baby manager that is trying to fight me because he feels like I'm, you know, roaching his territory with the staff. And so I... What was I going to say? Like I said, in reference to what I said earlier, company, uh, every company out there, no, I don't think there is a business that constantly has like triple five-star sale after five-star sale or five-star yeah. deal after five-star deal. It's, yeah. it's a, um, you know, it's, it's like a, a, a wave of up and down of up and down. Sometimes you got to do the things you don't want to do, but Technically, here we don't have to, and so, I, like, I was willing to let my 
acceptance rate go below 50 percent because i was just like i mean it is what it is i'm not i'm not doing what i don't want to do and if and i'll take whatever consequence it is if i gotta find something else to do that doesn't involve doordash then i guess doordash just won't be part of my life anymore you know hey we had fun you know but we gotta go separate ways now and so i put them in the closet um did some did some other stuff for a while, turned them back on, and you know we're starting to build our relationship back together. Like it's starting to go. This week was pretty good. We're starting to have a good relationship, you know, and and mend things. But you gotta be willing to put yourself first, and not like I think one one guy said, manipulate the apps, don't let them manipulate you. That's so true. But that comes with knowing your rights, knowing who you are outside of this app. So to sum it all up and, and close it all out, rem- I, I want to remain an independent contractor. And should that change? Um, I don't think I'll ever go back to being an employee for any company um, ever because I've done that. I actually worked for a couple companies who they classified me as an independent contractor yet I was doing work that wasn't independent contractor work. And it's very common here. And then when I realized, like, I think you guys are exploiting this somewhat loophole, I went Mm -hmm. back to, you know, to work in the apps and and getting that freedom. And I was making way more money. It's just uh, that freedom and that independence is, is, Mm. it's valuable. It's more valuable than I think a lot of people take for granted. Yeah, definitely. Point. Once you work for yourself, it's hard to go back to the, you know, like, you know, I've been doing it for 20 something plus years. You know, I was in a corporate setting and all like that. Then I was in a, you know, mortgage based setting, you know, it was fine. But there's something about just, I ain't gonna lie, with the driving, you can put on like, I can put on a nice clothes and don't get dirty. I can go right on a date right away. You know, if I want to stop and shoot the shit, I can just turn it off. That's the beauty. But the Matrix. Yeah, what some, do you say? Someone, what, what do you say to uh, uh, you know, independent? We we're, we're independent. We want independency. We want the freedom and flexibility. But we also want DoorDash to do certain things for us. We want the app to be different. We want to say the app should do this for us. Like, what do you, what do you say to that? Is that is that like a conflict of interest? Is there irony in that? Like, can we have the best of both worlds? Yeah, there's a conflict there. We're independent contractors, so we. We accept these individual jobs offered to us by DoorDash, Uber, Grubhub, and we know the base pay is two fifty. You know, if you want a good base pay, go work for Domino's, go work for Chick Fil A, go to their internal delivery uh, staff. You'll make fifteen dollars an hour plus tips. But the thing about those is you have to take every order. Everyone, correct. Domino's, and you work for Chick Fil A. When an order comes in and it's your turn, you get the hell out there on the road. You take that order. You don't even know what the tips are. I talk to Chick-fil-A employees all the time. They don't show them what their tips are until the end of the night. Right. Like all the batches are compiled together and they have their per hour pay, which I think at Chick-fil-A, it's like $22 an hour. If you want to ask uh, where you want to work uh, per hour and then they get their total batch for the night. Uh, for their tips. So they don't know the individual houses or customers they're delivering to what they tipped. 
Well, you know, you know, you know why Chick Fil A does that, right? I wouldn't care. Yeah, no, no, I I wouldn't care. Like, like, I mean, literally, like, if they wanted me to take every damn order, give me like a fifteen, seventeen dollar hour pace, I'd take every order. Then why don't you? Then I don't care about how long it takes. And like, I I mean, I I love Chick Fil A. What? Well, maybe I need to go apply for them on the, <laughs> the bad thing is I can't no, work when here, I want to. Here's the thing, though. Here's the difference. With you got to work for schedule. Judge uh, cuts us too much to do that. So what Do- no, wait. What DoorDash <laughs> is paying us is about $250 or, or maybe $5 an hour. If mm-hmm. you just want to kind of compartmentalize that as their base pay, it's terrible. So we wow. are operating completely on tips. And guess what? A lot of the times we get to see what the customer tip is up front. Sometimes it's hidden with DoorDash. It, it can get crazy. I took a, an Uber order last night. My tip came in an hour later. It was $32 for a Ooh, taco. I'm like, holy shit. It just came out of nowhere on just a random Uber order. But we get to choose and pick which orders we want to pick up and deliver. And that's the key to all this. We're not paid hourly. DoorDash doesn't have us by the nuts or whatever. We get to pick and choose. That's the beauty of this job. And Dre keeps saying, you know, they're manipulating us. They're making us. They're forcing us. That is bullshit. We get to choose which orders we want to pick up and take. And that's, I mean, that's it. I say this every goddamn week that I'm on Pedro's show. We get to choose. Bud Soto's out there grinding 14 hours a day. He gets to choose which orders he wants to pick up. He gets to choose. I can decline every goddamn order on DoorDash in the next 100 orders and have my acceptance rate at zero, and I'll Mm -hmm. still be able to participate. But if I fuck off and kick people's food or do whatever and get terrible ratings, Mm -hmm. ratings go below a certain amount, they can remove me from the platform. You talked Mm -hmm. about earlier, Dre, about being a plumber, a, a, a independent contractor plumber. Where's the ratings? Where's the Yelp? Yelp is where the ratings are. If somebody, my water's leaking, I got to call a plumber and I go on, on whatever, Google, Google. in my city, and I get a Yelp rating of uh, zero from this one mm-hmm. plumber. I'm not Google a plumber. Ratings. Mm-hmm. Did he go so out or I go example, out? I'll I'll cut it real quick. I'm a Google I'm a Google guide, so that means my reviews. No Google guide, Google. So like Google Google reviews. Google reviews. My reviews. If I am the top uh, Google guide reviewing that person or that business, um, for you know for their business, my review goes on top. My review goes on top. So I have a one star I gave to McDonald's. Years ago, and mine's still third to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I listen. I don't review. I don't reviews. I, I ain't doing all that. Listen, let's let's get it. I want to <laughs> kick it to my man. I I, I just that's like, like I ain't got stars no time. Matters. Listen, I ain't got <laughs> any restaurant. Any restaurant, okay, get, man. any restaurant can get one or five stars on any given day. So I, I don't. Very true. I don't, I don't no, do any of that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there's I too know. many variables, but JP, but, I want to get I want to get your perspective on what we're yeah, talking about. Well, the reason right. that I came in was uh, a couple reasons. I'll give you my perspective on on the independent contractor. Obviously, I want to yeah. remain an independent contractor. Sure, I, I do believe that we are improperly classified as it is right now. There's way too much abuse with the IC uh, 
all the all of the things that I'm hearing, reading, and seeing that people are in, uh, independent contractors or classified as independent contractors when they're really not. They're actually yep. employees, mm-hmm. and they're just uh, just all the companies are trying to do is avoid the fifteen to twenty twenty five percent costs that would go along with yeah. having mm-hmm. to be a W two employee. That yep. does need to stop, and we just need to come together to do what's the wisest thing for all of the people. I'm talking about in our country now, because we're not going to solve that here. No, uh, we 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 could have both though. We could be an independent contractor of sorts and still be, and that's what it is in California, still be granted certain benefits, still be uh, guaranteed a, a, a living wage and have all of the, the those kinds of things, but still have the freedom. All yeah. of these gig companies want to convince everybody that, that the freedom's going to go away. That's, I, I just researched when we were when you guys were all talking, I, I was researching on DoorDash looking for the percentage of full time dashers and Ooh. I couldn't find that, but boy did I find all kinds of stories about Uber and DoorDash and, and them filling the, uh, the public airways with uh, all the 70 percent of dashers and and Ubers and mm-hmm. Lyft all want freedom and flexibility. That doesn't have to go away. As a matter of fact, if it did, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, Grubhub, all of them will go out of business. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Yeah. They can't. They will not if they don't offer that flexibility and offer that ability for people to go go on that 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 uh, network whenever they choose uh, mm-hmm. you know whenever they want to the, the, they'll be done so i the, you can have both of those but the real reason that i came on tonight was that i wanted to uh, to address what matrix was talking about as far as being an llc and mm-hmm. and having been uh, registered as either you know a a manager or, or uh, you know, it, and it's the same thing as a president in an LLC in many states, but it, as a manager in probably a hundred different LLCs, I want to tell you something. You are not getting any protection from an LLC in a delivery not business. Much. Zero. Mm-hmm. No, you're not getting any at all. And here's why you're running the business. Uh, let me give you the easiest way I can explain this is if you're a general contractor, you are a one or two man show and you have two or three employees, right? And you are operating a, uh, uh, what, what do they call it? They can be independent underneath you. No, they can't. Not legally. Um, No, they're subcontractors. They can't be legally. Subcontractor, but right. No, they can't be a subcontractor either. If they, if you, if you provide the tools, if you provide and oh. tell them when to be there, where to go, how to do the work. And oh. if they are my, operating my, my, under your license, okay, your yeah. liability, you yeah. cannot have them as a the, independent. There's a gray area there because my roommate definitely did that for a living. No, I know that. And, and, and well, there's you're, all you're kinds not a contractor. You're not it, supposed to do that. But you're not, it's Definitely not legal. Employee. A lot of that's what's mm-hmm. wrong with this, right? Yeah. So many people it's a are limited not doing liability it. company. There's nobody it, it, underneath me. You can't be working I under my plumbing license, and, and yeah, I'm let the me, plumber. Let me finish, though. Let me finish, guys. I want to explain. Let me at least finish what I was saying. Is you can't do what you're saying, not legally. Right. You can do it, right. sure. And 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 if nothing ever happens, it doesn't matter. But as a, a, a as an LLC, 
All right. Mm -hmm. You have no protection. And I'm going to, I tried to use the contractor. I'll, I'll give you a better example. You're mm -hmm. a truck driver and you own your truck and you go out and get drunk one night and take that truck and kill three or four people. Does that mean that everything you own is protected because it's, it's mm -hmm. under the LLC umbrella? Yes. Of, no, it's yes. not. That's You're wrong. I'm sorry. You're no, it's not. No, it's JP, not. Don't believe a, me. That's an extreme circumstance where it could be overcome. As an okay. LLC, there's a the limit. only thing that the only thing that limits your liability would be, and it doesn't limit your liability, but they'll go to bat for you is adequate insurance. And I, I, what I'm trying mm -hmm. to what That's I'm trying true. to say to true. all of the other people that are listening, because Matrix, obviously, you believe what you're saying. I'm also positive, having come from a family that must have 20 different uh, CPAs in it, um, mm -hmm. you cannot deduct any maintenance on a car you use mileage on or a truck mm -hmm. or any other vehicle, period. That's what my CPA said. That, that is, that is uh, you don't have to believe me. Just ask any CPA. They'll tell you the same thing. Are you yep. kidding um, me that you can't deduct mileage on a car, mileage, yes, mileage. on an asset? Are you kidding me, JP? I am not kidding you. I'm telling you that you I when you use mileage matrix assets for ten years. Okay, and that you're not, and, you're and, and how many times anymore. and how many times have you been audited? Zero. Okay, I've been audited yeah. three times. Ooh, all three times. No, don't be sorry about it. it, it it's I, like, I, a, like a dry finger up the ass. It's an uncomfortable thing to go through. Yeah, someone in the chat okay. saying that. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. But that's on, not – if you, as long as you win and you prevail, what does it matter? It, yeah, I've been, audited, I've been audited one time. It, it is what it is. It is exactly. I'm, it what is I'm what trying to say is if you haven't been audited, you don't know what's going to happen once that happens. Mm -hmm. And there yeah. are numerous famous cases out there right now where – where Uber drivers have done exactly what you said, Matrix. They took the deduction for uh, mileage, and they then turned around and did uh, the, the uh, depreciation and mm -hmm. tires and yep. all the rest of that. You can't do both. You can only do one. Do one. Um, you, do one. You, you can He's do right. one or the other. And, oh, by the way, you can't flip-flop back and forth. Mm -hmm. One year do expenses, and then the next year do mileage. Once the vehicle has been... Once you've gone to mileage, you have to mm -hmm. stay with it. You cannot go back the other direction. And why I'm saying all this is just to make sure that the other folks that are listening, Matrix, you're going to believe what you believe, and that's okay. I, I would check with an actual CPA or what is known as an EA, which is an enrolled agent. One of the, those people can actually represent you in front of the IRS and they can actually give you really good solid advice. But yeah, folks, well, believe what, me when what I, I tell you this. Is what I was saying is not financial advice, but I have filled out the tax form for my LLC and it says miles driven. I put in a number depreciation on the asset, which is my vehicle is another line item. I put in that like, you know, tires, Whatever, whatever maintenance I put on my car, and it takes a certain percentage of that and just works it in. I'm not like shoehorning it like both of them in. Mm -hmm. There's line items for mileage. Yeah. For, Maybe for your program car. just There's, takes the bigger uh, one. Uh, according according to my CPA, there. according to my CPA, you could do one or the other. You could deduct the cost yeah. of the vehicle and your maintenance or the mileage. The mileage is always the bigger. Once again, I have to say, this is not 
uh, 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 legal information. Right. None it's of legal information, not legal and advice. What I, it's and I've, been research, research, people. I've been doing it for many, many years. And again, yeah, I have not been audited, but there's two line items. I'm not making up lines. They're giving no. me the option. Of, well, they give you lots of line. They give you lots of options with they it. They give you the line so you can catch you in the yeah, line. I'm just letting you know that. If it's miles I mean, or gallons or tires or brakes, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in whatever line item they uh, present to me as an LLC. I'm just saying there was a lot more line items uh, as an LLC as opposed to just Joe Smith. I mean, there's many home profile cases out there. Options for deductions. Uh, that's just a that's a that's a fact for me. There was a lot more line items uh, when I was an LLC for deductions. I, and I and this I hear you. There could be all kinds of, part of your mortgage, any part of your home for business. Uh, sure, mm-hmm. I use you know ten percent of my. You know you can kind of and you can show that yeah, you really used, have to dedicate that space though. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do. You've never been audited. Wait, that's I, why he's never been audited. Wait till you be audited, then well, you'll and see. You like, can also. That's <laughs> right. easy to accomplish even to with say, a a set number, but I, I, the reason I wanted to make sure people knew is that an LLC and believe me, I do, I would do an LLC tomorrow if I felt like it was going, no, I'm sorry, not felt like if I got advice from both a lawyer and a CPA, that, that if their, if their advice was as it is, no, there's no reason for you to form an LLC. You're operating the business. It doesn't matter. Okay. So, as an it operator of the business, you're that, still that, responsible, period, and they can attach every asset you own if I, something I goes bad. I wasn't suggesting that people do that. I'm just saying I formed the LLC, and in the year 2022, I found a lot, a lot more tax breaks, like in the thousands of dollars, because I was an LLC delivery company than I was as just Joe Smith the year this, before. This- but, the, but all this massively changed in the late 2000s and the early 2010s, Matrix. They changed these no, laws I'm massively. About last they re- year, bud. You used to. Last you year. Used, I know. I know what you did. But I'm saying they changed these tax laws. What I'm saying is the fact that you used to be able to do absolutely all of it. You used to be able to write depreciation, all the repairs, all the miles, everything else. Uh, you use a portion of your home. Now you have to be very careful what you do. It's one or the other. You can't have yeah. the best of both worlds. Because mm-hmm. the government wants their money. I'm sorry, but yeah, not be too it, political, but it's still true. I mean, already it's mileage true. is such but a But the line items are there on my tax return. And That's I just true. The I, I'm curious. I'm curious, Matrix. How many miles? Do you remember how many miles you, you uh, uh, re- reported li- or recorded last year? Oh, God. It was like 35,000. It was a okay. lot. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, so you, you, so your mileage expense at 60 or 65 and a half cents a mile would be far greater than, than expenses, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there so would be no course. reason to do, uh, to even uh, put the others. I mean, I, 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 I and no, I, it shocked business, me. JP, they were business expensive, I, I, expenses. I'm sorry. If I had to get uh, my brakes done or change all four of my tires I put them as business expenses because they were, oh. but that was because I had an LLC. If I was just Joe Smith, 
I couldn't report those as business expenses. It, 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 yeah. If I remember, if I remember off top of my head, I I drove about fifty seven thousand miles between going to the gig conference and the apps last year because that's you know work related, so you can oh, write that off. Fifty seven thousand. That's a crazy number. Go ahead, but uh, forty six thousand <laughs> on DoorDash alone. That is insane. That I is beat crazy. You. I beat you. <laughs> what? Yeah, you got me. You got me. And I understand what JP's saying. JP no, is no, what, what I'm trying to say is one or the other. Just I, miles alone. LLC, I was able to do both as just opposed to being a 1099, just random person. When I got an LLC, and I have an, another LLC for my food truck, which I don't operate currently. I'm trying to launch. Pedro knows this. <laughs> and it just sits dormant. But as a, a delivery company LLC, uh, I was able to write off way more just because well, the line items were present. When I you, you, you got to be careful what you write off, though. That's what JP's trying to tell you is that yeah. you're no, not. No, no, no. I'm not. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't. Line items. Tonight, as a kind of public service to say to everyone else, be very careful on what you take off because you can only do one or the other. It doesn't matter whether you're an LLC, a subchapter S, or a C Corp. All three yeah. of those, or actually, it, what, what most of us are going to do is as a Schedule C on a 1040. So, of any one of those four, you can only write it off one time. Period. No, that's that's, end that's of, fair. That's uh, fair, JP. End of discussion. I, I and, in, so, so and, the, uh, my uh, my mileage was not the same as my tire wear and tear. Or my but, asset depreciation. Yeah, but my, your mileage is probably more. You can't do both. You right. can't they were do separate both. Lines. It can I'm trigger an audit that way. Yes, yeah. they have a separate line, but All right, you can't everybody, hold on. Okay. Everybody, everybody, everybody take a breath. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's I, Sunday. Listen, everybody, this has been a good live. I appreciate all of y'all. Now, I want to ask a question of Bud Soda, and uh, and then, you know, maybe you guys will want to stay part of this conversation. Let's make this now, round, yeah. Listen, Bud Soda, one of the topics tonight was – DoorDash deactivations. Sure. And I, I saw the comment you left on Write Your Guys video. That yeah. I mean, right? So that information's yeah. out there. Do you want to share anything yeah. with us? If you I'm don't want to, that's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm deactivated, guys. I so, got a deactivation eight hours ago. They say I manipulated payouts. Hold on. Let me I'm gonna put Bud Soda. I'm gonna put hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, everybody. Hold on. I'm gonna put Bud Soda on the solo layout. I, I have a lot of respect for Bud Soda, okay? Bud Soda, Bud Soda represents Dashers because of his hustle, his grind. He's out here grinding. He supports a lot of YouTube channels. He's out here working about every day. So when he contacted me today and told me what happened, I was like, I called him immediately. I was like, well, you okay? What's going on? Like, Because that's not, you know, it's, it's kind of a big deal, right? So I'm going to put you on a solo layout, Bud Soda. You, you share okay, with us just as a learning tool, if it could be that, and and the process and what what happened because I think I've been hearing more dashers get deactivated and I'm not saying I, I think I know what's mm-hmm. happening but I feel like um, I'm not surprised I wouldn't be surprised if something happens to some some other some you know me or or some of the other people in the chat because one thing we have to understand is this is an opinion not a fact mm-hmm. when companies bring in a lot of new employees you got to get rid drivers, of drivers <laughs> whatever what you know. Uh, contractors like they might have mm-hmm. to you know figure out a way to get rid of you through a tos violation and the tos just got updated as well guys so if you haven't read it i recommend reading it it won't take you that long okay but so so go ahead but i'm gonna put you up on the screen go ahead okay i'll wait till you have it up all right 
Go ahead. So I'm going to read you guys the email. We regret to inform you that the Dasher account has been deactivated and outstanding payouts blocked $2,000, mind you, based on fraudulent behavior while using DoorDash in violation of your independent contractor agreement and service provider platform access policy, deactivation policy. Please review abusing the platform section within deactivation policy for payments or services and payments dispute sections within your independent contractor agreement for details. So the, the what they told me was I got deactivated for abusing, uh, manipulating payouts, abusing the platform. And the only way you could do that, according to the TOS, is by references, which I have none. I had one person ever be a reference under me, and they never completed it because they didn't work enough to do it. So I know there's people out here. That's why they discourage from you to put on your YouTube or social medias, so that way you can't mm -hmm. manipulate. Like Pedro had that insane, crazy amount. He could have blasted that on his channel and probably really cashed in. But, yeah, he would have been deactivated guaranteed, and rightly so, in my opinion. Hold on, oh. but so I'm going to put you back up, but I got a question. So when you read that, you said something about they said manipulating tips. And what was the second part of that? Um, like, what, you, was there a second part or not? Like, like okay. <sighs> Please review abusing the platform section, deactivation policy, payment for services, and payment disputes. So the only thing I read in their deactivation policy, it's in the deactivation policy, is that the fact that you can get deactivated for abusing and manipulating your reference code. So if you have a big reference code and you just put it out on a platform where it's mad, mm -hmm. like let's yeah. say you posted your stuff to mm -hmm. Facebook DoorDash mm -hmm. Drivers Pro mm -hmm. that has tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands at this point. So... Mm -hmm. And tons of people signed up out of that and completed that quest. Mm -hmm. You're only supposed to do it via word of mouth. And when you run into other apps, drivers, that has, that's the way it was intended to recruit people to DoorDash. Can so I say something you're to talking about I've never had a successful referral. Mm -hmm. And they're saying somehow I manipulated payouts. And the only way I can think of is something in the algorithm automatically hit because I get tons and tons and tons. Okay. I, I'll tell you what it is, but I can help you out actually right here. Tons I'll tell what? you what this is. This is actually quite common. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's actually quite common. Basically, you, you, you got to deactivate eight, eight hours ago. You give them a call, you'll get your account back. It's, it's actually quite common with the DoorDash because what happens is if they consider it spam, if your link is like so sometimes an app can do that and it'll put your link out there too much. And considering that nobody, but it could have been, could have been, you know, a, a bad app on your phone, something that's still somehow the information was copied or whatever, even though nobody never signed up, but that your link has been reported as spammed out there in the computer. Sometimes it can be a glitch in the computer. So basically you'll get your account back. You have to call and talk to them. This actually happened. It happened to uh DoorDash diaries. It happened to another friend of mine and uh, all that. So it's, it, it, that actually is quite common. So at least you'll get your, yeah, that, your account that's back. happened. Triple D had that happen, yeah. but he actually yeah, did put his, he did put his code yeah. out there yeah. and uh, same thing with your driver, Mike, he had to you know, he also was, is the active. I've He's never, no and that's the reason, that's the reason I've never ever yeah. given him a referral. Yeah. But, 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 but Soda, it sounds like to me, you've got a, a different issue going on yeah. there. They're saying, 
They're saying so. that you have done something that has manipulated the system that mm-hmm. has given you more money than what they and that and, and I don't know how did. they get away with the fraud part of it. They mm-hmm. they seem to use that a lot with people. Um, but I don't, you know, no. it's like, it's like Aaron at, at uh, Uber, uh, Uber Lyft uh, Phoenix, you know, his was uh, a cancellation fee deal. All right. Well, um, yeah, he was, he was reporting things that were closed when they were still open because he didn't want to wait in a drive through So that was but, a justified. But Soda, can I ask, have you had any of that in this past week or two to where you had stores I, that were I, closed or shopping I days or like anything? I like haven't that? delivered. I haven't reported a store closed in eight days. Well, well, blood soda. It's actually a glitch. It was legit closed. Papa John's. Um, I got an order eleven forty, and I went by and I saw a vehicle there. I'm like, man, I thought they were only open to eleven because Google said eleven. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're open to midnight now because they changed their hours this summer. No, certainly <laughs> enough, no one's there. I got my half pay and I moved on. So it was going to be a big payout too, which sucks. <laughs> but like, um, because like I eight dollars as a half pay, so. Oh, that's the only well, time I, because I work so much I will tell you this much same thing for Spark when you work mm-hmm. these apps so much mm-hmm. and the more you work this is the biggest problem with working a lot of hours like I do you open yourself up to liability claims of fraud mm-hmm. it could be a plate by a customer it could mm-hmm. have been a customer saying oh well he said he did this and he didn't do that and they're saying I got I got falsely paid because of that. That's mm-hmm. the only other hypothetical I could think of. Can I ask you another oh. question? Yeah. So it says something about manipulating tips, right? Is that the word that they used? Or what was the word that they used? The, the, Gaming the or manipulating any consumer, merchant, or Dasho referral program, Dasho pay promotions, or any oh. other similar type yeah. of program. So my guess, because it says manipulating any consumer, mm-hmm. I get post tips. A ton. I have tons of screenshots I can throw up in a video. Look, let me ask you a question. Okay, so so I get those as well, right? But when you get, since DoorDash has allowed the consumer to add a tip, which I think is a fantastic function. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us don't. I've talked about it. I don't see enough people talking about it. I think it's actually a really good thing. But let me ask you a question. Have you had any interactions with consumers um, via in-app chat, text, whatever, letting them know they can do that, asking for more of a tip. Have you had any conversations asking for a tip with the consumer? I had customers ask me, and I did inform them how they can do that because they asked me. I don't normally, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say, you know, post tip. I just say, hey, help me out by throwing me a five star. I'd be very appreciative, you know? Yeah. But have you mentioned mentioned the word tips to the consumer? Like if you, of course, like of course, of course, I think I have. I'm not saying this to be true, but I think no, I, I never DoorDash, have. <laughs> I think I think DoorDash might not like that. Yeah, they that's might what not. It is. They right. might not like yeah. a driver asking a consumer for a tip or having any kind of conversation about a tip. And I'm not saying you did so something wrong, but I'm just. I want common... you to think. Hold on for a second. I want you to think in your mind about any of the conversations, whether in the in-app chat, because we know DoorDash support can see that, right? that you've had with the consumers. And if any of those are either unfavorable or maybe a customer asked something and, you know, like I just think about that because I feel like it could possibly, you know, we're talking, this is a learning lesson for us. And I, I appreciate you sharing this because I think a lot of people come here and I want people to learn because at the end of the day, you lost $2,000, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's crazy to me. 
Yeah, okay? it's part of my that's, taxes. I sell it four grand. That's that's crazy. So I want us to think about okay, why did this happen? Did you know what I'm saying? Like, and we have to get down to the you know, Red asked earlier, hey, did you call DoorDash? I know you can do the appeal via the email, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I want us to learn they from this because call, but- I want us to learn from it because I think that I've had conversations with uh, certain customers um, that weren't always favorable, right? Not about tips necessarily, but like just, you know, somebody asking me to do this. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to cancel yeah, the order. Actually, they, you know, they, like they I've done that. Their TOS to right. include that part to where exactly that is actually illegal because as independent contractors, we're supposed to be able to get our own work. doesn't matter through the app or not. Right, so, right, right. But, but my point is like, I think, I think we have to realize sometimes no, I don't also agree to it through the app. these so, apps, tip, these, these, the DoorDash app can see the communication we have so, with the customer. So if we're using tip. on the tips, if we're using lingo, like, Hey, leave a tip, you can add to a tip now. Can you please tip me? They might not like that. They no, might look no, at no, that no. as. Go ahead. Can, go ahead. can I say what I say? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, man, thanks for the great tip. That's awesome, you know, because, you know, oh. they'll hide, he'll hide on an add on. Like, I just had one, like, literally the delivery before I got deactivated. It went from six to 10. I'm like, holy crap. Thanks. Great, great tip, brother. I appreciate that. It was an $8 tip, $10 order. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh, that, that could I say be... that hundreds of times a week. I know, I know, but what my but point is this, my point <laughs> is that I think that DoorDash might look at that as something, something Maybe. exactly, something that is not what they want, yep. and and not that you're doing something wrong necessarily, like like with ill intent, but I feel like DoorDash might look at that like, no, we don't, we don't like that, we don't want that type of communication. I could be wrong. Cause that, I'm just, cause that, cause that's because that's weird. Because why shouldn't we compliment our customers who tipped appropriately or above what is normal? Well, Isn't, shouldn't those customers be thanked saying, hey, no, man, I'm not talking about you. the compliment. I'm talking more like, is, is there something else happening? I'm just asking. I'm not saying. Well, I know. I, I'm just, I, yeah, no, I think it's also it's literally what I do. So but I think it's I think. Do you still do? do were you still doing multiple? Yes, uh, multiple. It's, it's nothing to do with those sections. That doesn't in matter. Fact, that doesn't matter. Their TOS just updated to make it more clear that they understand we multi-app, and that is acceptable as independent contractor because we're free to do that. You got more than one phone. Yeah, of course I do. I okay, sign but, in on but, the other but, phone yeah, but, when I get data throttled. Okay, but wait a minute. I'll say like this: is and I see. Remember, I'm like the public judge. But they call me judge because I listen. By what you were saying, if they're getting you on the part for the misuse of your link, it's probably a glitch because they've been having glitches. Like little in my market, the uh, timer, like when you do like can't hand the order to a customer, hasn't worked for like it was it was off for like 18 hours. So like literally every order you had to reconfirm. And I was just sending pictures to their, you know, I would send them a picture there. And in my market, it was down for like 18 hours. And they, like, I was, te- so after calling them and tell them that they, they know they having glitches in certain parts of the market. Like just now, I just got a note. I'll send you a picture of it, Pedro. It's talking about we are having a temporary outage here. And you feel like you saw the, you saw what the customer said the other day. I sent that to you, Pedro. I figure I send that stuff to you. You can use that crap for, you know. Oh, I, I, plan, I plan on it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> let, uh, me, let me read I, this comment from Bonsai. Certain words may trigger flags in the algorithm. I believe that to be extremely true because I believe this is an algorithm. There's not a person necessarily, Mm -hmm. unless you call support, 
So mm-hmm. I think that when I mentioned the in-app chat, right? Mm-hmm. And DoorDash just put a lot more time and effort in in-app chat. This past week, I just recently noticed that now there's like automated responses I could send a customer, right? Mm-hmm. So that in-app chat, they're, they're feeding information. They're allowing yep. us to use it. Yeah. And I think <laughs> there's some algorithmic thing with the trigger of words mm-hmm. being said so many times that might say, okay, something's not right here. We're going to deactivate and then mm-hmm. look, possibly look into it or see if this dasher is going to uh, appeal it and we'll get more information. And when it right. happens, obviously they keep your earnings, but I want to also focus on like, yeah, that 2000, like what's going to happen. Like if yeah, I, I get, I, I don't that's understand a lot of money. how they're, I don't I understand how they're with anyone uh, justifying keeping the money. And, and I yeah. would tell you right away, especially in New York, I would file an arbitration claim immediately for the, mm-hmm. for the money they owe you. Here's a question. Why don't y'all cash out daily? Yeah, I don't do that. I, I don't I, like uh, paying the fee. It takes three days to come to my bank. Yes, I could do okay. Dash or Direct, but I like it being in my bank. I like yeah, it I, I do Dash or Direct. Bank, and that's how I budget. So that's I just how I do daily, things personally. I know, I know. Yeah, technically payout's a tax write-off, but $4 mm-hmm. times 7, that's 28 hold on like, hold on I, for a second hold on i i didn't I, i've never maybe once but i doubt it never used the i i also wait so i want to be honest with my audience and with you, you wait i yeah i don't i do not i don't have dash direct Whoa. and i get i get paid every tuesday i do i'm, I'm i gotta be yeah, honest i'm not gonna lie but but listen uh, listen I, what i thought that the cash i thought the the cash out was like fifty cents. Am I wrong or no? Not for DoorDash. Oh, fifty cents. Oh, oh. oh for like seven bucks. Instacart. Instacart. Instacart, Instacart is the. Okay. They use Stripe for Instacart. It's fifty cent cash out, and it's literally my account in like five to ten minutes. It Instacart, is probably yeah. the best. Okay. And then Grubhub also uses Stripe, but it's usually like next day. But, next but you're morning. saying you're saying you're saying DoorDash is four bucks a day. Like it, seven it here was, in my market. It, it, it was four dollars. I think last time I did try to use it, it was two. But every time I try it, it takes three days anyway. So what the hell's the point? Oh, my, my, no. mine is instant. Mine is in yeah. 30 seconds. Yeah. Sound like on Uber. <laughs> I got people. Hold on, guys. I got people in the chat saying it's $1.99. So what is it? Is okay. it does it's it change based now. on market? Does it change based on market or what? I think certain states only allow you to legally charge so much. Like, for example, Spark, okay. if you use your debit card through branch, they can charge up to nineteen ninety seven cash mm-hmm. out yep. and then you can only cash out so much i think it's 999 dollars is the limit so they I got me good because i could i could not attach my bank account so i had to pay that 20 dollar fee every time yeah, they, they're getting you like that with the like with me being a contractor and sometime i'll make like people might write and me checks and, illegal and, they bank, and they're killing the fees the fees are horrible man it's like sometimes they charge like 25 bucks out. Yeah. Yeah. My mine's we, we, a dollar like- one dollar and ninety-nine cents uh well, on DoorDash for an instant payout. And I get it well, in my account in thirty seconds. Hey, so anyone in my market who's watching right now, put in the chat what your current cash out is. I know there's some of you in here. So but but soda, what's okay, I got I got I want to use this. And I appreciate you, man. I know we talked earlier and, and you know Yeah, I, you're good. I, I appreciate I appreciate you a lot because I think that this is important for us to like hear and we share experiences. That's what this channel is about. So we can then understand how to move better. Right. So what, what's your plan? What are you going to do? You know, so like, I'm going to Jersey next month for Flex's birthday and I right. am going to go to a green light uh, hub, whatever they call it down there okay. and get on Uber. 
because they won't recognize my face. It's always some issue signing up. I have to attempt to reach time for Spark. It just keeps airing. No, out but I, no, no. I'm asking. Hold on, hold on. I didn't ask the question good enough. That's my fault. Oh, what yeah, are you yeah. gonna What are you gonna do about the two thousand dollars you lost? And DoorDash, like you told me earlier, is a big percentage of your income. What are you gonna do about trying to get back on to protect yourself? Like JP is saying, hey, you could do this, you could do that. Like, what's the plan? Do you have a plan? Have you thought about that yet? So I I do have a lawyer and retainer. I will have him write a letter basically saying, hey, give him the money. And they usually kind of give up. If not, well, if I have to blow it up to the media, well, so be it. I don't want to do that. I don't want it to be a PR nightmare because I actually support a lot of what DoorDash does. And the fact that they reached out to me repeatedly asking me about my market tells numbers. Mm -hmm. And I did reach out to somebody who I would contact with, but that's as far as I can I, I can't say anything more on that. So hopefully through my measures, I either get reactivated or if I don't um, do what everyone else does and just change my middle name up, use a new name and an email because I have two phones. So well, somebody's well, telling me, somebody's well, telling me gig, be... gig Rocket. What's Gig? I know I've heard Gig Rocket, but I've never, I don't have the information on it. Is that a credible, is that a credible thing? It's like a thing? garage chair thing. It's like, right, a, right, like so... they help people like us. But uh, right. well, this it, is the thing, but you're not I the first one to get deleted. At all. That's the thing. I don't trust that stuff. Because no, there used but... to be rides that are legal, and now they don't do deactivations anymore either. There does need to be something out here in this space to like arbitrate and have reactivation yeah, you know, like, I, yeah, but I, the problem here's the problem I'd, with it I'd, I'd hire a lawyer for a thousand bucks to fight my deactivation or you don't need, you don't need to spend to me. but Tony, you don't have to spend a thousand dollars but you get one point is yeah no i know i i am trying to help you with this i really am file an arbitration claim and you and write a letter and i would uh send it on twitter i would also send it uh on email all right. Butter, and, I, yeah. and I would address it to Tony Shu. And I can't remember the other guy's name, but there's like three or four people there in operations. But do it on Twitter as well as mm-hmm. on email and and, and just explain that you didn't do mm-hmm. anything um, that because well, you haven't said anything yet. That's actually fraud unless right. you did. And I, and I know you don't agree with this, but mm-hmm. unless you did this, for instance, if you took. Uh, let's just say two door dashes. You took a uh, um, two Instacarts and uh, and you were you know, uh, twenty minutes late getting it to a uh, to a customer um, with the DoorDash. Uh, they could look at that as a trend and a pattern and say that you were not. I, 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 going... I've been called. I've been called twenty minutes late on an order when I, DoorDash was my only order because what you were saying earlier, words trigger in the algorithm. So if a customer says anything about it taking too long or time, it's automatic in the algorithm. Same for when the support agent types that in, it's automatic. Support confirms with me that it automatically reverts back to original delivery time, and that's why mm-hmm. you get a contract violation for it, and there's nothing you can do about it besides appeal it, and it never comes down. You have, have to you work for 100 deliveries. Have you had many? Have, 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 I've had dozens of those, and it always came off. Okay, but, but, but I'll tell you this. You know, from what I've seen, I've had somebody experience the same thing, do what you're saying, like this. Uh, you you run a YouTube channel too? 
Of course I do. Yeah. I mean, of course. You know. that, that, that matter of fact, because I'm not going to lie. Now, y'all talk about me with a tinfoil hat, but this is actually. <laughs> now, listen, here we listen. go. Here we go. Here we go. Now, here's the tinfoil <laughs> hat. It's a conspiracy. No, no, listen. Listen, listen. I don't believe. Listen, I don't believe this, but I've heard that somehow that thing has been triggered with bullshit. And basically, when you call back, they'll start your account up and then they usually offer you to like start getting information from you and help make that better. I'm not going to lie. I've heard two or three people say that somehow my account got banned for that, that same reason. And they were YouTubers, but then immediately when I call, they real nice to me and my account is back. You'll be back on in three days, max. I mean, cause they said it's something about, it's something about that. It keeps triggering on the YouTubers. So you do and, know that, yeah, that, that I, is I a common thing. DoorDash, I'm a content creator and they encouraged me to yep. make certain videos. Yeah, like that's time, right. They were, right. They were, they were talking to me about safety. Please mm-hmm. make a video on safety. And I yep. encourage other YouTubers to as well. Right. So, that, so basically, like, think about it. You know, I've heard that now that's like, that's kind of sketchy. But what you're saying is this is sound like you just got caught up in that glitch. And they've just had, they've had, a, it's a lot of, it's a glitch with that thing there. And usually most of the time when people call and actually finally you get a, a person who speaks American English and really understand the English that they're saying, then that's usually so, when they help you and get you and everything it, straight it, out. In the deactivation <laughs> policy, when it says you appeal, it says do not call. Our support team cannot do anything. So call them. Don't, 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 don't believe that bullshit. My dude got deactivated. Call them. I think I think uh, I think the Twitter route has could be helpful based on other things I've seen, like JP well, is saying. I think writing I, a letter could be helpful. Email. I think I also think I want to say this, and I say this with love, right? Because I, I met Bud Soda in person. I've sh- I've shooken his hand. We've had a beer together. I know Bud <laughs> Soda. Okay, I know I know him. Okay, I know time, him. Right? It was a great time. Thanks for coming. Listen, yeah. I also think we have to realize. DoorDash is a very smart company. Mm-hmm. I don't believe this is my mm-hmm. opinion, not a fact. I don't believe they would deactivate somebody just because. Now, I think it could be a glitch, a glitch. but I also think there's a lot in that TOS that protects DoorDash. Oh right? yeah. So <laughs> I think that I think that while Bud Soda might not have done anything malicious or anything crazy, <laughs> I think that. It could have been something that he did well, that technically was against TOS, and that's what triggered it. That's no, what I no. believe. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Gaming or manipulating any consumer. That line right there. Okay, so listen. Stop right there. Bud Soda is notorious for taking multiple orders on multiple apps, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, could that be gaming? Could that be gaming? Could that be gaming the system and the consumer? Because if he just said he had 12 times where it, the order's been over 10, 20 minutes, the mm-hmm. algorithm that might... Was a single, that's when it was a single offer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, but I don't know if that matters, but so that's my point. I think that because you drive so much, there's mm-hmm. so many sure, algorithmic yeah, yeah. things, the app might... Mm-hmm. It could have triggered something like, okay, right. something's not right here. And we're going right. to deactivate well, it, it, so we can look And I'll it. share this with you, uh, Bud Soda. When I started doing Uber Eats, and I hadn't done, I, I did Uber Eats in 2017, 
Um, and I did two orders and they were both at a McDonald's. They didn't give you any information. And I think I got paid a dollar 90 or something like that for each of them. And I just never did it again. But I, in 2020, I started doing it again. And I started doing the same things you were doing. I was doing, I was, I'm on with DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber Eats and I'm taking, you know, three and four orders and going um, going out and well, making, I loved it. It was making, I was making 50, 60 bucks an hour, but here's what <laughs> happened is all of a sudden Uber didn't do anything. They just, I just stopped getting Uber Eats orders. Two or three weeks later, I get a, an email from, from mm-hmm. Uber that says, you seem to take a lot longer than most other drivers in your area yep. Yep. to, to get the orders delivered. Now, um, I get it. It's not, and they didn't deactivate me for that. Most of us hard hustlers out here do exactly as I do. I yeah, know, well, but let's, me, let's, yeah, let's talk about this. You see, here's what I did is I wised up and said, no, I'm not going to, I got to well, tell you, I'm also, not, I didn't want to lose access to it. So I just said, yep. And, and you know what, two or three weeks later, I, I, they, I fell back into their favor and they were feeding me Nice it, banger orders again. So, is anyone I, else's know. market doing this? I got a question hey. for all of you in the hey, chat bud. on the panel. On the panel. Hey, let me finish. So, I get offered triples or quadruples. We all know that triples are going out. Uh, do any of you get quadruples for all just restaurants and merchants? Seven Eleven on, on DoorDash? No. Yep. I've never no, seen a quad. A I've triple. seen a, I've seen a triple. That's about very common six in my times. market. It's yeah, common in my I've market. I've seen triples, but I've never seen a quad. Yeah. Or yeah. The thing they just started doing this two weeks ago is, especially when it's almost closing time at these restaurants, they'll just keep offering you add-ons till you have four. Yeah. I've seen them like, I've seen them make me that go is- to a restaurant, then go back to the restaurant before I even go to that oh. customer. Now, I picked up yeah, two. Yeah, 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 they do that yeah. all the time. That's, yeah, that's what an average triple is. Yeah. But then there's a triple that they offer you up front. There's a quadruple they offer yeah. you up front. Then there's a... Quad, there's a triples and quadruples that they'll just keep offering you add-ons until you leave the restaurant. Yeah, but uh, Bud, I'm just gonna tell you something. Like uh, we, we, Pedro, make sure to get Bud my number. Uh, okay. we, we did something kind of like what we do, but we had a code for we used to call it Invisible Man. That was I tell you about that off air. But yeah, we we oh, I, 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 I already know what type of person you are. You're a hustler. I, I like you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a business-minded person, and I'm very. Right. I've always had a hustle mindset throughout yeah. my freaking youth. And no, I now, get that. I get that. There's... But I think we have to understand that sometimes when we do that, where we, we, we're gambling. You open yourself up for other stuff. Yes, oh, you know. open. Oh, I know. Yeah, and I'm you know it. That. You know I'm it. I'm not even, you know I didn't even cry. I didn't even cry over it. I'm just frustrated that I'm out 2K. No, so listen, when, when we talked earlier, you were way more measured than I would have been in calm. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I only made, I made 750 this week with DoorDash. If if I got deactivated today, I would and it took my seven fifty, I would have been pissed off. Like trust me, well, I would have been mad if I did nothing wrong. I would have been pissed. Well, I would have been mad. It's seven hundred fifty bucks. Remember, I have that other friend I coached. I believe he got deactivated for not using his hot bags that I could we could repeatedly warn him about. But I also it's, it's warned him. The, it's part of the he, TOS. He, yeah, I mean, he he he, uh, he quit his day job. Well, and go full time because he's making such good money doing this part time, especially when I gave him advice. Mm-hmm. And it's like. You know, he started understanding what orders to take, not to take better, and, you know, how to route properly. So the thing is, is, you know, not go south and when you got one going north kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So well, the thing is, is that 
he thought, oh, oh man, I'm getting great money during dinner and the weekends, so I could do this full time. And I warned him not to do this full time because mm-hmm. it's extremely difficult to do so, not just from a success standpoint, but also because you could get deactivated for almost anything. Anything. Well, the problem with two with the apps, like I used to tell people all the time, sometimes it's not what you did and all like that. It's just like who you are. Like you ever like her, like it's like you got that employee that like say he's the best one, but he always comes late. But the rules is they can fire you for being late. And I mean, like companies do that all the time. So sometimes it was like, well, you might be guilty of something. We ain't got enough dirt to get you on that. So we just fire you on this technicality because all of us are broke rules. Of TOS and the activation policy that explicitly says that. And I didn't violate either of those terms. I'll say this. I I think Dre just said it. And I could be wrong. Yeah. But I think a majority, if not all of us, all of us have done something against the TOS. It's just a technicality. It's yeah, just yeah. a technicality to get you. We do. I mean, like, I worked at another company, RGIS. We just use technicality to get rid of bad employees all the time. And what I, I would I, say I think, to you, Bud Soda, on that part though, is that I think that if you do, uh, if if on your videos you you cover how to multi app and what you're doing and what has you. I stopped doing the stack and route videos because I was catching someone's flack. For yeah, it. don't do but that. I, but the reason I say this is there, that though. that they're, they're not going to tell you this. They're not going to tell you. They don't get any more views or comments. Yeah, Door, DoorDash is not going to tell you this. But but if they if they've gone in and somebody at DoorDash, well, not somebody, there's probably several. Well, there's a department in DoorDash that actually watches YouTube videos and all the rest of it, and, and you TikTok think that JP, and all JP, that. You really think that? I I think there is a a, a group of people there that mm-hmm. their job is to manage the social media and absolutely. I, oh, I believe that. Companies. Yes, I believe yeah. that they ha- they definitely have a social media department. But there's no there's sure. no way yeah. they could track hundreds or thousands of channels. No, like, but they check yeah. the popular pa- people. Pa- yeah. Pedro's on their radar. They're partnered with yeah. um, what? They're partnered Triple with D. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're partnered with Triple and D. D. They're, partner, they're partnered with. They're partnered with Triple D. They're partnered with Ride Along with Bree. They were mm-hmm. partnered with Eli Esh, um, and, then, and they tried to partner with Megan. Those are the ones that. I'm and then aware. yeah, she got deactivated shortly after that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, but that was for something else. That was for something. I know. That was completely different. Yeah. But I, I would tell you that, that those are the things, and yes, I do, Pedro, I think that there are, I, I think yeah. they do it, they think they do it through, um, well, what people would commonly call AI, but I think they have mm-hmm. uh, a, a computer that actually searches through and looks for certain language, mm-hmm. just like they do with uh, in, in mm-hmm. the other al- algorithms, and they, oh, yeah. uh, and, and they pull out information, and something pops, then they go through, and they, they and mm-hmm. especially something, if it's if it's paired with some sort of a complaint, okay, that mm-hmm. for instance, with the one that got deactivated, she doxed a, uh, she did. That's why she, she got, she doxed a, a customer. And yeah. frankly, oh, that's, that's right. the that's right, right, right thing yeah. for them to do is to yeah. get rid of. And they had a bad, they had that. bad interactions between yeah. Megan's uh, uh, comments and subscribers. And there was like mm-hmm. harassing things going on. So they had, right. listen, I'll say this they on record. I said it before. Right. Megan, Megan, yeah. Megan got deactivated and I didn't feel bad for her. I'm sorry. I just didn't. Yeah. But, but she wasn't like, even using DoorDash as her main income anyway. So she didn't care. She was fine. She didn't care. She's going to yeah. be fine. She didn't. And she, I was but, going to say, she was yeah. saying all along, I'm going to quit doing yeah. it. So, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I used to watch all of her stuff at the beginning, but it did turn into just it, how terrible it, DoorDash is. And I, you know, 
we, some of here's us already the, know those things that, that are yeah, bad about it. We just got to take the so, best we can get out of it. But I would, do, I, I would do somebody put a comment up. I, I think it was Robert Allison was his name, yeah, but he, yeah. he, and he's, and he's saying to do the rideshare professor thing. I, it's only $49 or $79 Ooh. or something like that. I can't remember what he said, but I, I hear you on what you think of him. But, you know, who cares yeah. if they are the able to actually is what I'm worried about. I don't care about the price. Mm-hmm. The information, getting up all my info. Yeah. You know, I, I but so I, I think that, that I think I really there's wouldn't. been enough. Um, there's been enough of drive enough drivers that I've been aware of that have used that and have mm-hmm. had some success. It's worth looking into it. Yeah, it's worth yeah. checking yeah. out. And, and it, I, if I it's seventy nine bucks, you spend you spend your seventy nine dollars. The worst <laughs> thing that happens is you don't get back on. But, but you, no. at least you did something. But listen. Then. Um, Call first. I'm just letting you know. Most of, like, three of the people I know that got deactivated like that, they all called and they were back on. I don't know three people that got deactivated and they were reading and stuff like that. Now, unless they get you on a tip, naxicality, or they try to get you on, so like, manipulate, say you like put pressure on the customer, they might get you there. But well, if they come the out only- and say that your wait wait if they come out and say that your link was just spammed, usually that gets re- re- cleared up pretty easily because I've seen other people get the link spammed and somehow it's like you'll it's like well wait a minute nobody signed up through my link and I never got paid no money but somehow that link gets spammed I don't know how but they were saying it was coming up a glitch sometimes where people were doing that and I know people to get re- reactivated that way. Okay, so I got I but Soto's got me nervous. I'm gonna check my DoorDash account to make sure because <laughs> I, I haven't worked since uh for no I haven't worked since Thursday. Well, so okay, no. Well, they're down see, in my area. Let, let me see if I can. Cash. I got to drop it off see, an order and even get paid for it. Let me see if I can dash. Ten dollar order too. Oh, if well, if we're down. If it says I'm deactivated, I'm gonna blame. I'm gonna blame both. Start You wouldn't even see dash. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You wouldn't even see dash now. I was gonna say you wouldn't even be able to log into the into the app. I was gonna. I was gonna sweat that. I'll open it and I'll show it on camera. No, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. But like. That's that's literally what let it focus. I can't I can't hold on. Let me let me solo you. I don't know if I can see it. Uh hold on. Uh it's too bright. Focus. Hang it's on. Give it a minute. Give it a minute. It's gonna brighten back down. No, too, it's too bright. <laughs> we can't see nothing. It's fine. Oh, there it is. Okay. You got everybody going online checking their DoorDash account. <laughs> Check your accounts, guys. Check your accounts. Yeah. I'm not, but so I'm not. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I'm not laughing. At you. No, it, it's fine. Listen, listen. I knew the risk of what I was doing, and mm-hmm. right. then someone said, you know, that they're word sensitive, and then it's like, oh crap! In the past, support has openly told me that if yeah. the customer says to support in their chat or on the phone, mm-hmm. and the support agent types it in. So why wouldn't they watch the in-app chat in a similar fashion? In fact, I've had the in-app chat save my butt. So, you know, mm-hmm. they know. Listen, but so and- I think I think you are a very uh, – uh, I think you use that in-app chat. And I think you're very worthy with your customers. You care about customer service. You're, talk- you're a very talkative human being. Like, I, I know that about you. I think <laughs> – this is my opinion. I think something happened within that in-app chat. Or it was the the whole like multi apping kind of like yeah. flagged. It's one I, I, I think so it's maybe, one or two. I had well. three months ago one customer. I said, "Hey man, thank you for the great tip. 
love Heart 100, American flag, or checker flag sometimes I put. Mm-hmm. And I, I do that with a, a lot of customers. And he's bro. like, oh, that better not be sarcastic, bro. I'm like, no, not at all. I'm like, dude, I love when people give me great orders and I want them to know that I appreciate it. He's like, oh, my God. He's like, well, I had a dash the other day who was basically begging me to give him $10 more. Right. And this guy but, kept good. But, but if you've done that enough and one person called DoorDash, like, hey, this they, they thought it was, like, different, mm-hmm. yeah. that's, all, that's all it would take. That's all I, unfortunately, yeah. one thing, bad thing about DoorDash is, like, like Uber, to me, it seemed like they're more on the driver's side first. Where with DoorDash, they uh, oh, no, they're not. Oh, they're not. I mean, they're more than more. Listen, listen. More than more than I'm just saying than DoorDash, because like DoorDash, I mean, Aria, I mean, we got a lot of fraud, and I mean, you watch these people just lie. Like sometimes I've even had pictures oh. of people, and it's just like so bad. Like literally, I'm not gonna lie. I get a contract violation every other day. Uber's got to be the worst company in in the gig world. Period. Yeah. So, I, I, no, I, JP, maybe, JP, maybe Instacart, maybe. Maybe Instacart no, beats them a Uber, bit. Uber, no, no. Uber, Uber rideshare, Uber Eats is by far more scummy than DoorDash. They manipulate money way more, but people, YouTubers don't talk about Instacart. it because DoorDash is the big bad wolf. Uber yeah, is ten times worse, in my opinion. I, I have been, a, I have been deactivated by Uber. I, I've, I've lost count eight or ten times. And yeah, I've never I've been, never, I've never been deactivated I by Uber. You, I never did anything, and but when a customer. Or a rider would call in and say, "I think he was drunk." They would <laughs> instantly turn it off. I, well, I, yeah, I haven't had well, a drink, I haven't had a drink in thirty-one yeah. years, and I'm not going to have one today. So, guess what? That's um, a safety I, thing, though. You know, yeah, it's but safety. it's not. It's 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 still not the American way, my friend. They could call you and you. say, "Go go to account. the police station. Have a." have a, uh, a a field sobriety test done. And the last time it got turned off, I did exactly that. Now, what they say is we'll investigate. And I can tell you what happens because it's happened so many times. They don't investigate. They don't do a damn oh, thing. No. 24 okay. hours yeah. later, 23 hours and 59 minutes later, my app comes back on. Okay. Oh, is that right? Every, oh, yeah. Well, 24 hours later, it's turned right back so on. So they're just basically, they're just pausing you saying, hey, let, let's assume this guy's drunk and he's going to sleep right. it off. Yeah, yeah. And, okay, and, this is the and, problem. You could be they under can make this. a claim that they went and did something to prevent it for the future. When, right, but, when in right. fact, I like I said, I didn't. I don't drink, so it's got okay. nothing to do with that. It had to do with somebody just paid eighty two dollars to go two miles, and they're okay. pissed off about it. Okay, okay. that's so that's this, why. This is Jim. Well, this is that, listen from from a business point of view. This is the reason why they do it that way because just the problem is you say I think he was drunk, but a lot of problems is a lot of people are getting high and they're using stuff that won't come up in it, and that's the reason why they do the twenty three hours and fifty nine minutes. Oh, that, I, let me tell you something, yeah. my friend. You can take you can do all kinds of tests that today. I don't care what but, you're taking. I I I can find right. a place that'll test for it and make sure right. that it's there. They, I, they, they, they just call it. They call it over. <laughs> But no, I'm just trying to say is they yeah. call it uh, like so you say like they say most of the times is this they're not gonna send you somewhere and say well we got to make sure that he wasn't smoking marijuana or he didn't pop an edible or something like that. Right. But, but that's, that's why the, you that's go. That's why you go find a cop. And like I said, the last time I yeah, did, right. I was in downtown Raleigh. Okay, it was a Saturday mm-hmm. night. Uh, I was I was all set to make another probably two hundred dollars oh. for the next uh, three hours and and. 
I, I and of course I knew what happened as soon as it turned well, off, right? Yeah. Well, and listen, I went and listen. found a cop, and they uh, they did a field sobriety. Well, he yeah. actually signed the report and gave it to me the next day. And, but JP, uh, but it was already turned off. back on again, huh? Listen, you pissed somebody off. So evidently, they may they may have not. Like, you know, nowadays it <laughs> yeah. could have been that you're rough, you're, you're that you wore white socks instead of blue. The way people get upset over any little thing, and they just call in a lie, and then they just knock you off for twenty four hours. Yeah, well, that's so literally, yeah. that's literally what the world is coming that's, to. Like that's, any another re, that's another reform we need, and the only yeah, one that I know because Congress, the, okay. right. So that's a, that's the bad thing about it now. Like just an example. Being paused, may I? May I? Yeah. May I say something? So, like sure. when I first went full time in 2021 in December, there was some bad winter storms, and I was out with my pickup truck. And Grubhub has these missions too, so I was more focused on Grubhub than DoorDash. But the the times were so tight that I didn't make a single damn one on time because I could go 35 to 40 at best during the whole time. And there was like only three of us drivers out literally. And this is before DoorDash was pulling the plug easy. So like they paused me and put me under investigation. And I, I appealed saying, Hey man, it's literally winter snowstorms up here. Lake effect, look up the weather and you can look up the news reports on it. And then your times are just way too tight. I'm going past the secure gate. Even when it's clear, I barely ever make anything on time. At the time, I was making like one out of 10 on time, single lapping. One so, out of 10? That's how tight the times were. That's now crazy, like, man. That's now one out the, of 10? Now it's the opposite. They must have listened to me because they actually changed the timelines. Now it's like one out of 10 I take, and I was single lapping, obviously, earlier. It's like one out of 10 of those orders I was late on. Listen, Bud Soda, I think I, you said it earlier, and, I, and I'm going to give you time to respond. I, when you said earlier, you said, I think, or I knew the risk that I was taking. Yeah. I think you went to the well one too many times. That's my opinion. I'm just going to say, hopefully it's just that because so. that, but they're probably so. getting you on a technicality because this is the thing is they don't like the multi-apping. You know, like we'll talk about that offline. I had a thing called Invisible Man, but but that's that's what we came up with. But yeah, like we uh, I said, we said like well, I was told them we would never test say like you don't get online and tell say that stuff. Maybe because I'm a computer person, I know it's there forever. But like you, sh- I hate to say you should never make videos about multi app and to picking up two orders at once. No, nah, nah, don't do, don't nah, never. Nah. I mean, like literally, I hate to say that's like one of those things that can come back and bite you in the ass six years later. Like, yeah. you know, I've been a computer person all my life. And that's why you, like I said, so, anything you put out there, you better be willing to stand behind. And I, I appreciate that you man enough to say, yeah, it happened, this, that, and the other. But you sure already I, I, know. So, so I got deactivated on Spark because I opened myself up to liability. And we all know a Walmart clientele, guys. So three people oh, God, in the yes. time period said they didn't get their order when they, in fact, did. Yeah. So they, they, they kicked me to the curb. Did yeah. you have did you have video did you have video proof or or picture. or pictures? Yeah. They didn't care. I really? have picture and text, and they don't care. Yeah. Well, like so here's it. the thing: is when that happens, and you call support saying, oh, "I definitely delivered that," and you could look it up in your text messages logs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have pictures of it. Uh, they're like their script saying, "Oh, we believe the driver. We know that customers mm-hmm. get upset about their stuff being out or something." You know. And they say they didn't get the order, which I've had happen on Instacart, by the way. So well, I've had people I, I have too, but, because I had to refund half their order, you know? 
Well, this, well, I, this, this, I had it happen on, on Instacart, like my third or fourth order. And, uh, wow. and the lady, um, that lady, when she showed up at the door, it was an apartment and I didn't know any better. It was a triple. So I did, you know, did all three, but to make a long story short, uh, as soon as she opened the door and I handed her to the bag and it was a very small order, um, I snapped a picture and she says, what the hell are you doing? You can't take my picture. I said, sure I can. You know, we're, we're in public. I can take anybody's picture in public. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, yeah, yeah. matter of fact, I have to do that. That's what they require. That, and I just sent that, it that, in that, a that, card. That, that should mm-hmm. be part of the customer TOS, which no one yeah. reads, but maybe make it like upfront and bold lettering. Well, it and is there. As, it's, as, it's there. As part, <laughs> as part, as part of uh, agreeing to delivery services, you have to you agree to have a photo and or a video taken or have the three digit code I, well, I think it's, a, uh, right. it's actually in there there's actually code. surveil there is a surveillance that's uh, uh that that's in the actual terms of service so, um, so, so and that can cover video and you're an invited picture. guest under the law when someone ordered something just as if you're a pizza driver so right. but even if, if even even if you aren't if you're outside their home there is no expectation of privacy. Yeah. There's no, there is no legal restriction against you taking anyone's picture. You're doubly protected under no. the law. Right. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Unless so, the only uh, time you can't take video is if you're in like a one-party consent state. But then the law that says, well, you were invited there because they asked for delivery, is right. trumps that law. Well, video, video. I, I only do video. I only do video when I when I am concerned about something, I have a, 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 a dash a, you know, I have my GoPro I can put on my chest, but I don't do that very often. But mm-hmm. I, uh, what I would tell you, even then I don't, and I, and I don't tell anybody, I just walk up and, and hand it to them and, and move on. But I'm not inside their home. Now, if I was right. inside yeah. their home, that yeah, even if you had a single or, or dual consent state, it wouldn't, it, you know, as long as but, you're not recording someone that's on the telephone, you're probably safe, okay? Yeah. With uh, because you have uh, uh, you have an expect there is no expectation of privacy once you're outside your home. Yeah. Just like in a business, can you you know can you record inside a business? Uh, Pedro, you asked that earlier, and I asked my daughter this, and she said, yep. "No, absolutely, yeah. you you should. They can bar you. They can stop you from coming in, yep. and in a public place nice. that you can record anyone you want." But in a was, private a, in a private business, they yeah. can restrict anyone they well, want. That that and, happened to me this week in Quidoba, and it's the first time in over ten thousand deliveries I've done yeah. on all these apps. A, a, a manager was like, "You're not allowed in here because you video uh, video record my staff." That's what she said. I said, "No, I don't." I said, I, "I video myself," but I mean, she I didn't argue with her because, like, at the end of the day, you know, sure. like. She, it's her business. It's her. It's it's mm-hmm. a private company, whatever. And I'm mm-hmm. not gonna. But yeah, offers. I can't pick up from Cordoba, Cordoba on Lindell. So I call support to give me hat pay. And she was. I've worked. Yes, no, I've worked restaurants. She did not handle it correctly. But mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not gonna like make a big stink about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but you're, you know, you're, like she saw so me going in there other if- times, and I was recording myself talk and like you know. She just doesn't. She doesn't want any of that. And how, hey, it is what it is. But you know, know, how, I mean, how many customers it, you know. make like Instagram and Facebook posts or TikToks? Yeah, and, but I, I think she just don't. She don't like. She don't like how I look. It's fine. It's <laughs> no, not. Well, a, it's not a big deal. Like you. Go, go yeah. in disguise. Pedro goes in a disguise. 
What's a big Pedro, you have a, you have a following. <laughs> like, say you fell out with her, and you'd be like, "Oh man, I don't like this place." You got fifty thousand viewers. Follow, you know, well, you know what's funny is she you told got me, power there, yeah, and that's we, the reason why a lot of times they don't like you. She told I've me we know who you are. She told me right, we know who right. you are. They don't like you that. Don't want, right. Yep. And she and I, you know what? I'm not going to argue with her. Yeah, if, if she does anything out of line, you could just be like, "Yeah, man, I went here and this store, this lady Mary, she was just a yeah. pain in the ass, and I don't know why she act like a clown and all this well, other stuff." And I was just really nice to her, and yeah. I was like, "Literally, you like literally, you can start off." I mean, you realize you do willpower; it's a double edged sword that cuts both ways, and a lot of people don't want to deal with you because you do got power, and sometimes they may not deal with you because of something you did, but yeah. they notice it's something they're capable of doing. Well, like, I also remember, know, right. I remember I made a short several months ago and it was I walked into Quidoba, the same Quidoba, and they were fucking packed, busy. And I mm-hmm. videoed, I videoed. I remember this because mm-hmm. I remember I videoed the it was a short oh, it was like 10 seconds. I videoed, I videoed the uh, KDS screen. They showed mm-hmm. all the orders are all in red. I made a video like, hey, uh, if you walk into a restaurant, like. if you walk into a restaurant like this, hey, hey, guys. Turn don't, around, you know, leave. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh I think shit, that's why that. you got. Yeah, never. Yeah. Of course. Now we, now we got that. So, now we got that free unassigned thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I'm not mad. Wait, the six at minutes, the Kodoba, boom, done. But all, all she right. had to do, if I'm her, what I do as a manager, I say, hey, I see that you got a YouTube channel. I, I appreciate you picking up orders. Can you just not record when you come in here? If she yeah. would have told me that, I would have been like, hey, you know what? Damn, it's already done though. But the damage, damage is all. Damage. Unfortunately, it's all, damage, it's all in right. the way they say it. But right. I get it. it but I, I want to just end a professional. Yeah. I, with with uh, what I would say to you, uh, just advice for you. Now you do whatever you're going to do. Yeah. I because I because this is what I really believe. I believe if you were to send it on Twitter. And it uh-huh. would get some traction, start to trend. They don't. They don't want that kind of stuff. Yeah, bad they don't. No, like that's bad. That's bad. I don't, have Twitter. And then, I don't and then, have Twitter. Well, get, it's Facebook. free. You just you're free. You put it. You you you, you, you set up, up an account in five minutes. So yeah. I would I tell you, you you, you will get more traction. You'll get more traction with that. But I also say would say to you when you file the appeal, um, if you if you haven't done something truly fraudulent, like you know, like. Uh, stealing people's food and having you know 15 or 20 different times where you took products and and all the rest or you sent a bunch of texts to people saying hey you're not you're not tipping me enough add to the tip and all that kind of stuff no no yeah exactly unless you're unless you're doing something like that i do think they're going to be reasonable and they're going to say okay here's Mm -hmm. a guy who does if you can earn two grand in a week um, they got you on the multi-app buddy i mean (laughs) what they want what I, I got to believe they want people that that do that because um, not what they publish. I tried to find it, but I couldn't find it. And, and I know I have it that saved on a hard drive. But I last year, their numbers, pardon me, because Glassdoor says the average in my area is 19 to 22 for most dashers. And if you are a large order driver or a full timer, it could be up to 25 average and full time mm-hmm. considered 40 to 60 hours. Well, what I what I was going to say with this though is that last year, when when Tony Shu went through his year end stuff, he he on one of his uh, investor calls, he said that uh, I, I believe the question was how many drivers work more than forty hours a week, mm-hmm. and it was nineteen percent. Mm-hmm. And and I could have the numbers wrong. It could no. Be, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nine. That doesn't point, seem accurate. One point nine. On maybe right one point nine. Yeah. No, nineteen percent of 19%? the total. 
Nineteen percent. It was yeah. either nineteen or twenty-one percent worked more than worked thirty. What full-time hours? Anyway, let me let me. Fin- okay, the, the the bottom line in it was it, it the eighty twenty rule works real well because they mm-hmm. also they, they and I'll tell you what it was. It was twenty-one percent do that, and they can they complete seventy-nine uh, percent of the orders. Definitely, I got I got that's plenty of people. That's huh? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You mean, okay, never mind. Of the total, the total orders, that, that, <laughs> of the total orders, that, yeah, and like, that like was literally. what his answer was. I just can't, and it's in there, it's in their, their supplemental sheets. I just can't find it. Um, uh, yeah. I couldn't find it when we were looking at it, because you know, there was a question earlier about, you know, how many, do they really care about full-timers? Right. I, I think they do. I think they, they do. I, I Clearly, think, if they reached out to me, they do. That, yeah. that, I th- yeah, hopefully so, you just got it on a glitch. Yeah, but they, they I, I would say I would say if you're contrite with them and you go through and you say, "Hey, I, I just want to get back on," and uh, um, I, you know, tell me what I did and I'll make sure it never happens again. It's not going to hurt, okay? Because you don't, yeah, saying, no you don't know. Tell me, you know? don't mention tips at all, even thanking them. Okay. But listen, don't yeah. me- don't I make any look. So don't make no more. Much and don't say the word tip, you know. And bro, <laughs> don't talk about no damn multi app or uh, two at a time <laughs> orders. Okay, that's why. Like if you notice, we came up with a term. I know because we thought of that because we thought about oh we can get online and make a DoorDash. Here, we thought about making thing. a YouTube when, channel. When DoorDash itself is giving me four freaking orders to do. Yeah. And all four of those orders are like, oh my god, thank you, because it's getting close to close, and they're thankful to have their food. Yeah, you but know, no, come we, on. No, we thought about doing that actually then because, like, remember I told you, I've been in the process of working on the channel. We thought about doing it back then when I, when I quote, invisible man so, thing. That's what we came up with. So, well, then we yeah, started reading yeah. the terms of service, and an invisible man is yeah. against the terms of service. <laughs> uh, if, if you, one of the new terms of service, they very clearly define manipulating um, your mm-hmm. location with an app. So if yeah. you hide your location through an app, not just four stop. I mean, actually, an app or say you're here when you're actually over there. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get on you. Not to mention, uh, DoorDash automatically shuts down anyway when you do that. Mm-hmm. I've seen screenshots of it. It'll just automatically not let you do anything. It'll come up with a message saying, "We understand that we see that you're using an app that manipulates location. Please turn you it can't, off." Yeah, you can't spoof that's, the GPS. That's that's, yeah, that's, that's gotta, already in the terms turn it of off. Been there for yeah, 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 but. I'm just saying what the actual app does because I've seen yeah. many screenshots of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotta, hold on, guys. I you ask, don't do any uh, of that, right? I mean, you don't you don't do that, no, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, so that's not it. It's I gotta ask uh, Matrix. Are you still with us? Oh, you there? <laughs> He's been quiet. quiet. Okay. Yeah. So got, no, no. I'm gonna. I got somebody that wants to come on. So let me remove the Matrix. Um, and we have. Uh oh, Bud Soda. You, oh. I, I think you're about to get it, bro. You ready? You ready, Bud Soda? Yeah, let's go. All right. All right, hold up. Listen, it's late night, so we're good. We're going to have a good time. Listen. There we go. Hi, Roy. Hi, Roy. <laughs> Roy. Roy, give it to him. Give it to him. Give it to him. Emergency, emergency live stream tomorrow for you, Bud Soda. <laughs> you know what? You know what's funny is I was going to comment on you, then we kind of got sidetracked. I almost <laughs> said something about you, then we started talking about something else. So, what yeah, happened? I know, Roy, listen, I know as an independent contractor that I have to take self-responsibility for my actions. And mm-hmm. this is why I didn't get, like, overly upset, immediately post a rant on YouTube, mm-hmm. and why I kind of was hesitant to disclose it. 
No, that's because fair. I, 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 did, I, I, I didn't want it to be a big. Yeah. I didn't want it to be a big mess. Yeah. I don't want this to be a PR nightmare because this is my main income source, and I still want to be on good terms with them. In fact, I've had a great relationship with DoorDash, so you know they they, 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 they 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 don't exactly call you if they don't think you're worthy. <laughs> See, when are you gonna wake up, bro? They don't care about you. They called you all you wanted, and the that's, minute you fucked fair. up, that's the minute fair. you that's fucked fair. up. They don't the give a you, damn about anybody. They don't give a shit. They called yeah. you, got your information. They got and the minute they like you. But I still see it as a great opportunity, and I still see other apps doing more dirty things. I think mm-hmm. Spark's the dirtiest app I've ever worked. But Soda, you're so, way too calm. Like I said, I only made seven fifty this week. If DoorDash activated me, I'd be pissed off. If I, didn't uh, I got seven. Wrong. I got. If I didn't do nothing wrong, listen. Let me say that I again. Got, if I did nothing wrong and they deactivated me, I won't be mad. Well, I would have made, made, made a video right away. Trust me. Trust me. I already bought some liquor and beer. So oh. I'm going to go and blow some steam what? off, and I'm just trying to remain professional. So uh, my roommate's sitting here blowing me up, saying, where the hell are you? But, um, Pedro going to be sitting there with a dash of direct card next week. So, so what you're telling us is you did, you got deactivated and you did nothing wrong is what you're telling? Mm. Long story short, yes. Okay, then I'm going to tell you week. bullshit. I'm going to tell like you bullshit. Week. He did nothing wrong and this then, week. According to what they deactivated me for, I did nothing wrong. Hold, right, on, hold on, guys, guys, guys. I want to hear. I want. I want to give Roy a couple minutes. Go ahead, Roy. Go ahead, Roy. Um, I, I'm gonna tell you you're full of shit, bro. Um, just because you haven't found out things that you've done in the past have been not been brought to your attention, mm-hmm. don't mean DoorDash isn't paying attention to your account. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we see this all the time with rideshare people and other delivery people. They do these things, and because they don't, they're not aware. They're not warned about it or whatever. They think it's okay to do. And then all of a sudden they're deactivated. And then you're like, oh, I did nothing wrong. Trust me, these apps keep track of everything you do. Whether you think it's wrong or it's right, they're keeping Mm -hmm. track of everything you do. And at at one point, you're going to get that one. You're going to get it to the point. They're just going to say, you know what? I know it's a liability. He's gone. And I answer Pedro's. And answer the Pedro's question. No, Domino's don't care. Because Domino's was going to fire me last week. Really? So, be, because, oh of God, because of the uh, situation in my background, they mm-hmm. did another background check, different background company than the last one, and found mm-hmm. what I had in my background from the lift incident, and they were going to mm-hmm. fire me. And uh, mm-hmm. luckily, my boss said, I'm not going to fire him. And so, I still have my job. But, yeah, they don't so, care either. Roy, let These me ask you. Well, that's freaking ridiculous. They had to have known. Hold on. They did know. I want, hold on. Let me ask Roy a question. So, mm-hmm. what... Let's say that boss isn't there in a couple of months, right? What are you uh-huh. What are you going to do? Are you worried about that? Are you worried what could happen? Like, have you thought about that? No, actually, I've already talked with my boss. My boss is transferring to a different store, and he said he wants to take me with him to that store. Okay, um, you better go. So, you better so, go. No, I mentioned yeah. that because I think you should. Yeah, that's probably a good thing because you, you never know. Go. Somebody else might come in and not feel this. Might have the, not have the same relationship with you. I want new blood. And I got say, excuse. yeah. They might yeah. say, "Fuck this guy." You know, right. we don't want him. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. We already know. I have a poor. I have poor customer service skills. So, yeah. I lost. I I got a questionable background. I lost a job like that too. Honestly, I've never done anything like that. I've forgotten drinks. I mean, we all do it, but like, so, okay, I, I'm going to cut this. I'm sorry to like, I'm getting blown up here, Roy. I'm sorry to like not be on screen with you very long, but I knew the risk I was taking. 
according to what they told me, I did nothing wrong out of the ordinary besides the fact that we were discussing because I'm saying the word tips in app, they might have Okay, can I stop you right flag. there? Can I stop you right there? You just answered the question for all of us. Right. I asked you, you said that you don't feel you did anything wrong, but then you just turned around and said, I knew the risk of what I was doing. You're contradicting yourself. You look at that as a contradiction, but any of us who do these apps, even if we only single app, there is always a risk that we could get deactivated for any reason at all. And the more you work, the more exposure you have. Just the same thing I got deactivated <laughs> off freaking Walmart Spark for. I opened myself up to more exposure and liabilities. Yeah, but if you didn't, if you feel you did nothing wrong, then how can you sit there and say I knew the risk of what I was doing? You were obviously. Well, I, 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 I know the something. risk of working these apps, yeah. working these apps, making my money, working mm-hmm. all these hours. In fact, right. I put the most time in on DoorDash alone because it's mm-hmm. I don't have Uber, and Uber barely ever gets orders past midnight in my market. So DoorDash yeah. would go up to 4 a.m. sometimes. Yeah. I've worked, like you bitched at me for, I've worked 22-hour shifts. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, and I, and I know another, the risk I'm taking by doing that. And another question to you would be is, uh, as much as we see Bud Soda on Every, all these videos and this and that, you know what DoorDash is capable or any app is capable of getting mm-hmm. rid of you at any time. What, yeah, you, I know that. what steps did you actually take to protect yourself or did you just say, balls to the wall, I'm going to do whatever I want and if it happens, it happens. What did you do to protect yourself? So I've learned things to protect myself over time. I, oh, okay, for example, I cut my, the app was glitching, at least in my area. I can't even hit the can't hand a customer button when it's a hand to me. Oh, and they're like, oh, that leave, it, leave it at the door or leave it at the desk or leave it at my door, please. Or they'll have the well, infamous hand to me, leave it door where it's complete delivery. And I'm not one of those scumbag drivers who doesn't text, doesn't send a picture. I've had those drivers delivered to me and I hate them. So <laughs> you want to just hit complete order and leave it at a fucking snowbank. I'm not yeah, joking. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what Domino's did. I, t- I went to my boss specifically and said, hey, I put my, my thing on my application. You guys did an original background check. You guys hired me. This was 40 years ago. And I came back to him. I said, well, what were they willing to fire me for? He goes, well, their, their reasoning would have been they should have never hired you in the first place. Mm-hmm. No, matter, so no matter how many hours I worked for Domino's, how good of a delivery mm-hmm. driver I was, they don't care. Was it a was it a felon was it a felony? No, no. No. Well, then I don't know what they would. If they did fire, if they did fire you, Roy, it's because you're old man, and then then you want to go directly to the EEOC. Oh yeah, it was against their company values. What I did. I would, I would, and you would win. You, you would definitely oh, yeah. want to sue them and go after them because if four years later you can't come yeah. back yeah. up with well, that, what, it doesn't what, matter. Let's it's say, already, let's say your boss's failed. boss gets promoted and you get some kind of new regional land and the regional overrides your direct boss and they because, fire you for that reason. Because, no. because my general manager, if I go with my general manager, he goes with his MCO. His MCO is yeah. taking him to his stores. Yeah. So the MCO is above. So. Yeah, the regional cool. guy for those particular stores are taking him, and then he's taking me with him. Yeah, unfortunately, nowadays, though, the way that the employment market is, that's why I hate to say I will never go back to working for a company again. I did that, like, I took, I, t- I went, like, a year and a half. I was working for a company called EV Bishop. They manage buildings here. 
in across the United States. And I've realized now, like especially being outspoken and stuff like that, that don't fly well to with too many people. Yeah. And I mean, like sometimes you have this is the what I've noticed. You could be the best employee that the company has ever had. Like I mean, oh, I, I have I've, people. I've been, I've, I've been there. I've gotten so listen, fired because. Wait, wait a minute, bro. Let, don't cut me off. E.V. Bishop, the, the owner of the company, flew to Cleveland to meet me. So to go to show you how <laughs> I was that employee, I saved the building f- from $3 million worth of damage. From a, from a water leak, I came in and, and, and took care of it, and I was the only one that discovered it. Like, literally, they had to come come in and bring the insurance company in, all that type of shit. And they were like, wow, man, you saved millions. Huh? Four months later, I was fired because I didn't agree with a woman who told me a story, and I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And well, what, you don't believe me? I didn't say I don't believe you. It's just that, I, you know, I wasn't there, so I can't comment on it. You can All have of a sudden, mind. the next day, it was like, the next so day, like, it was like, well, what? I'm like, what? I didn't call you a lie. I just said I can't comment on it. I wasn't there. Yeah, and so, then it was uh, like, we're all, all, all the employees hated me. And it was just like, wait a minute. The owner of the company flew okay. out to meet me two months ago. And now I'm fired because I didn't, you know, just, I, I, I just said I wouldn't comment on something you guys did. We're all replaceable, especially yeah. as DoorDash drivers. We are, as DoorDash drivers, we are extremely replaceable. Yeah, that, we're, that more, we're, more, we are, we're more replaceable than Roy. Roy Thank has you. more protections than we do at Domino's. Yeah. Oh, he's got yeah. a lot more protections. They need do. they yeah. need him way more than more they need me. And if they yeah. and if they do if fire him, they've they've created a, a, a compensable event. And and, yeah. right. and believe me, uh, the short version of this story for me is I learned a uh, long time ago, twenty five years ago, having to write a check for twelve grand to somebody that we caught stealing. And mm-hmm. I sat there with a federal uh, a, a, a federal judge. And mm-hmm. and he just turned to me and my and my lawyers, right, and mm-hmm. said, uh, "You guys want to go ahead and write a check to this young lady because this isn't going to go well for you." And he wasn't right. going to let us leave, okay, until yeah, we yeah. came to a number. Now he can't tell me to do it, okay, but right. but we did. We wrote a check for twelve grand, and we mm-hmm. caught her stealing from us, okay. Yep. So and 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 well, and that's what the EOC. That's the power in mm-hmm. and those kinds of complaints is that you can. Uh, uh, as a, I'm talking yep. about as an employee, yep. especially if they do something um, egregious. And mm-hmm. uh, in this case, somebody else had caught her stealing before and didn't fire. Her. And that that's a, a whole different subject. But yep. bottom line is they should have, but they didn't. And All that's right. kind of the basis that this mm-hmm. the, that her lawyer was going after. But I would tell you that if Roy, if somebody came to me on something that was four years ago and they knew it, I'd yeah. be saying, so what? It's, you know, it, it is not. Uh, it's it's no longer germane to any conversation because unless yeah. you were a convicted murderer or, or a pedophile or something like that, and you hid it from them, you'd have uh, you have complete um, defense. Yeah, yeah but be right. careful, I, I, bro. Make I sure you're on time to work. Don't no, but listen, be careful, bro. Make sure you're on time to work. Like dot every line, cross every t. Because most of the time, when they try to fire somebody and then they can't. Then they're gonna look for any reason. So just make sure you model employee. I, I ain't even gonna lie. You got a mouse like you said like that. You kind of hard. You're not a good customer service. I would shut up. I wouldn't say shit at work now. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I no, no, no. if I ever go back to a nine to five, I'm yeah, speaking to no one. Just say, "Here's your pizza, ma'am," and move. Right. That's I'm why, not speaking that's to no one. That's, 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 that's why my boss. That's why my boss kept me because I am a good employee. 
Yeah, I but, might do some crazy shit, but it's not. Don't speak. I can no imagine, yeah, I, I could imagine how half, you know, I mean, we, we talk about dashers. I imagine you've ran across some idiot delivery. Yeah, but I, I bet I bet Roy, Roy, Roy doesn't. And Roy, you you tell me uh, you respond like I bet Roy. He fucking shows up. He's on time. He's on time. And and you need drivers like if you're a company at Domino's, you need people like Roy to because sh- you need people to show up. You know what I'm saying? Like even if this customer service might not be on par, like he's admitting, he's Roy's going to show up. I bet you know he's going yeah. to work. Can you, can, can right? you come so value in that? You know, uh, so I was in the hospital. I need their four hour shift covered on Friday. Can you come in, Roy? But, Roy would probably say yes. No, yeah. Roy would say Roy, okay. Roy said no. Would say no. <laughs> but also, they what, you get they, my point, what they understand is not only my driver, but I can do everything in Domino's. Right, you can do yeah, pizzas yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, well, and, and that's why I, it, it's just oh, so it's surprising. It sounds like yet they they have a new a, a new a, a new person who just doesn't know what he's doing yet, because uh, getting it, especially in the in the pizza business, I am familiar with. That's the last position I had before I retired. And right. I, I'll tell you what: somebody who shows up every day knows how to do everything. And, very valuable. Uh, and, very and, valuable. And, and very yeah, valuable. And I, and I, you know. Only an idiot been, is gonna I, uh listen, I'll say I'll say this. Me and Roy, like if, if I managed the dominoes and Roy was uh one of one of my staff, me and Roy would be fighting every day. But I'd look at him and wink and be like, just go fucking deliver some pizzas, dude. And he'd look yeah. at me and wink and he'd wink back like, all right, motherfucker, whatever. And that right. would be that. Hey, girl, I've I, had that manager. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that I, that's exactly what it would be. We smoke a cigarette out in the back together. We'd yell at each other, but he's it, that's what it is, right? Like you need in restaurants, you need people like Roy. To but with the pop, but Pedro, yeah, this yeah, is one of the things. We yeah, talk about that last hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let Roy respond. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. me and my general, me and my general manager have had some mad blowouts, and yeah. he still he, he still said, "I am not going to fire this guy because he is yeah. he's reliable. He, he does everything. He does yeah. what I need. He's not." So and we've had some. I, I told this guy straight to his face, he's a kiss ass, and I went <laughs> off on him and told him he likes to play favorites. He did. so if anybody would have got fired, if he oh, it would have yeah. been me. I would see. I would have fired Roy a few times, but he would have been back. It's fine. Like you know, yeah, saying, like in the restaurant. Oh, yeah, like, you really need the help. Okay, Roy, you need to calm down. Come on it's back. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> But people, well, I've, I've been in places where people got fired from there four times, and it was their fifth time back. They told me. But Pedro, uh, we I talked think, about I think we that got last a, week. We did. No, I think we got another guest in here, Bobby. Yeah. This is but Bobby. we talked about that last week. We were saying Southern that gig. our employees are hard to find. Yeah. But if you notice that these jobs are still firing good employees, so yeah, that yeah, I like literally. Good. That's why I was still watch watch your background. I ain't gonna lie, man. For now, because you know that they tried to fire you, right? I can make proud, Pedro proud of me because I have not shook a soda up since the beginning of the year. Bro, listen. <laughs> Roy, 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 I yeah. am proud of you for that, man. Because yeah. I've given you shit about that. You know I have. He don't, he so don't shake them up. He just <laughs> drop them on the floor once. That that makes we, a we bigger explosion. Nah, don't you? That's what you do. Okay. You drop it. You bang it one time, and that gives the better on, explosion. Man. Why you got to give okay, up the if it accidentally flies off the seat when I hit the well, place? Bro, they don't call me judge for a reason. I pay attention to exactly. Exactly what you said. See, that's what I said. Remember, I, for, former, look, look, former 
These scam artists never got caught. No, Roy, but Roy, Roy's probably like, oh, they want a diet Pepsi? Nah, they're getting regular uh, Pepsi. Really? <laughs> they're not getting that diet. They're getting the regular one. Oh, we got another guest in. Hold on. We got Bob, Bobby. Is this Bobby down below? Bobby. This, right? Yep. This is Bobby. Yeah, this is me. There I'm he here. is. The I'm man got the legend. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, I, I don't know what's wrong with my stuff. Ever since I downloaded OBS, uh, <laughs> it's messed up and I can't figure out how to fix my stuff. So that's why you don't see my face. Oh, it's I, fine. Know. I, I know the voice, so you're good, man. It's yeah, fine. I don't know. Something's wrong with my stuff. I can't figure it out. So. It's and a blessing. Probably, no, I'm probably a lot of people just ate Bobby, so they don't want to see your face anyways. They right. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, Does that wow. make you feel better, Roy? This is, a, <laughs> this is a late night late night edition of the show, I see. Roy's uh, going to shake your pop-up. <laughs> anyways, anyways. Oh, um, wait a minute. You work at Domino's, uh, Roy? Oh, God. Yeah. You already know what you used to do to the pizza during the AIDS epidemic. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But so I, I think remember you, I think, you work at Domino's. You should know. That's what lost y'all market share. Back in the day, when you Domino's. I run into my Domino's drivers all the time, and they go further than any other pizza joint. Well, because I can't deploy the DoorDash, so they'll go out to the airbase. They're like, "Dude, I make great money because like we're the only pizza joint that'll come out here, and we don't just deploy the DoorDash." So, because um, there's still some people like the cash tip, but it's very rare. But anyways, what I was trying to say is that they have begged me several times too, but I want to get my last three points across real quick so I can get out of here and go drink a beer. But so you got yeah. one point. Go, not three. One. You're right. Yeah. You got one. Go ahead. Pick one. Pick okay. one. Pick the one out of the three. That's okay. The best. Okay. I'll, I'll go with the biggest one. All right. The more hours you work, the more liability you open yourself up to, and the more likely you'll be deactivated. Oh, sure. No, I think that I think that that, that that logically makes a lot of sense. Um, hey, Bud Soda, be good. Hey, keep your head up. You know, do what you got to do. You'll be fine. You got a lot. You got thirty damn apps. You'll be okay. It'll be all right. All right. I'll just leave you on Instacart a little more. You go. All you got to do right, is man. you can make a channel how not to get caught on DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. So I got a question for Bobby. He's our new guest. So let's let's involve him into the show. Okay. So Bobby, we're talking about Roy. You know, they're trying to get him whatever. His manager's going to have his back. Bobby, you I think you've managed some places, right, in, in the past life. Is that correct? Uh, I mean, I've managed departments at like grocery stores, but not like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so would you employ Roy? Real talk with Roy. Would would you work with Roy? What do you What do you say? Do you guys think you could get along in a, in a working environment? Um, it depends. Is this a tipping job or is this a regular W two like where there's no tipping involved? Uh, a tipping job, tipping job, because that's what we do here. We we make money on tips, so yeah, tipping job. Um. Roy's gonna be mad, but I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I've seen Roy do some shit. <laughs> Unfortunately. <I> think... <laughs> okay. But a regular W two, you you you'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Fair enough. Absolutely. I think Roy, I think I think I think Roy would be probably be a pretty fun guy to work with because he's always gonna like it's always gonna be something engaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Bobby, you have, Bobby, you haven't seen nothing, man. Come on now. Put throwing motherfucker under the bus. Can you at least look at me when you lie? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, Bobby, what's what's up in your world, man? What anything new? Anything you like to share to the to the to the people um, tonight? I mean, the only thing is, obviously, I changed my channel name, as you noticed in the chat. Well, I, I thought it might have been you. That's why I was asking. I wasn't really aware of that. So, what, what's up with um, that? 
Well, so a couple weeks ago, um, I got kind of fed up, and I was uh, I was kind of unhappy, and uh, so I kind of stepped away mm-hmm. for about a week, you know, besides the lounge, and I kind of figured out what I wanted to do next, and I realized that I was allowing myself to be involved in stupid nonsense that I shouldn't have been involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was frustrating me. I got to a point to where I uh, stopped loving YouTube to the point where I almost considered just removing my channel and being done with it altogether. Mm. Um, Cause I wasn't sure I was spending, as you know, we've talked about, I've spent way too much time on it. So I was like, well, let me try this. Let me try that. And um, a big part of the name change was two reasons. The first one was because anybody that really knows me knows that I'm not really Southern like at all. <laughs> Like, I don't really fit the mold. You don't have a Southern accent either, so. No, and I don't really like, uh, <clears throat> I don't really like eat a lot of Southern type food or I don't really do every, all the stereotype things that people think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second reason, <clears throat> the second reason is, is because I kind of felt like my name had gotten like a, attached to a lot of negativity. So it was almost like a fresh start for me. If that makes any sense. Sure. I know a name change doesn't like change the person, but it kind of helped me like reset and go, Hey, you know, um, I can do something different while still doing it somewhat the same. If that makes any sense. So I've been mm-hmm. honestly, uh, over the last like week or two, I've spent the least amount of time on YouTube than I ever have. Mm-hmm. And, I barely go live and I know I essentially don't really do much with my channel anymore, but it's honestly the best thing I've ever done. Uh, I haven't been this happy uh, since I started my channel basically. And um, you know, it's some people aren't going to understand where I'm coming from because some people don't get it, but uh, it was just mentally exhausting how much time I was giving to it. So I just decided instead of, continuing to give my negative energy i was going to focus on what makes me happy which is just sporadically going live and yeah you know just being entertaining when i can you know what i'm saying so yeah not having to feel like you had to do something correct right? correct yeah. no i listen man i i've been watching a lot less youtube because of like this or that and then like, and i feel good too man so i can relate to that 100 percent. like uh you know for me, it's like you should want to do it for fun, not because you feel like you have to, right? And yeah, it should it should be like that. You should want to do it for fun because you want to be there. You want to go live. It shouldn't be like I have to do this or what's somebody going to think or what's somebody going to say or somebody's going to take your words and, and and screw them up a little bit, right? So I think that's good, man. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it um, it got to a point to where uh, it started to feel like a job versus just like a hobby and I always told myself that the day that it stops being fun is the day I'm going to stop doing it and a couple weeks ago is when it stopped being fun for me so I'm kind of having fun again you know I'm just kind of doing my thing and Mm -hmm. I never did it for the money obviously so that's not what any of it's ever been about never be about that for me so I'm just kind of enjoying myself at this point how long have you been a youtuber uh less than a year uh, I think it was October. Was what about you, JP? How long have you been a YouTuber? 
I, I, I've actually had, I've had a channel for about a year and a half, but I haven't published anything yet. So wow. I've got five videos that I'm going to publish and I'm going to do it this week. So I'm going to start this week. Well, you want to hear something funny? What's that? I've actually been on YouTube about 10 years. I used to run a show and I stopped for a while and I was working with another, you know, he was a big content creator and I was like his right hand man. I was like his first one, his like that we sell out but then like i sit here and laugh I, yeah this youtube world after a while i think you're going through that first year that second year itch where it's like not fun and all like that but you gotta you have to get back to where you say i'm doing it because this is the reason you know because if you guys it, so much crap i ain't gonna lie if you ever if any of you play like online games like only a gamer I haven't. No, yeah, I, haven't see, I believe that all I used to tell people, I said, if you ever become a YouTuber, you need to. Uh, I think that all YouTubers, the recipe should be you have to play six months of online gaming. <laughs> I said, because th- you will learn to take an insult and, and it will not bother you. Like, especially oh, no, like when yeah, you play like, look, look, right, right. <laughs> like play like I'm talking about like something like Call of Duty where, you know, you know, you got a little kid, seven, eight years old, oh, yelling calling at you the N word and all that crap. And what can you do? Yeah. Not a damn thing. And yeah. after a while, you, after a while, the insults just roll right off. Like people would get, you know, I can dish them out. But I mean, but I told I said, you just learn it either hit them back with something that make them hurt or you just let it go. It doesn't even bother you anymore. No, you let know, me like, ask you like yeah, I think you're right, but Bobby, is that? I mean, this this community, man, or just YouTube in general, Ugh. regardless of what community, it could be brutal. No, right? I, and I think a lot of us can say, "Oh, it doesn't affect me. I don't care what somebody says." I think that's bullshit. I think a lot of times it can affect you, and I think you come to a point where it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I don't. It takes a joy out of it, like Bobby's talking about a little bit, and it's not fun, and you want it to be fun, but like these trolls, man, it's a real thing. What do you say to that, Bobby? <laughs> Uh, well, I've been accused of being a troll, so. <laughs> well, sure, but you understand. You I mean, you, you've, you've probably felt like you've had some trolls, right? You've oh, I got plenty of them. I have plenty right. of them. I think right. everybody has them. Yeah, and I think for me, like I said, it was kind of like, um, you know, when I originally started the channel, the point behind it was to find uh, a community of people that could relate to what I do. And, uh, and how I feel. And, um, for a while I found that. And then I, to be honest with you, and this is going to like, uh, sound really weird to a lot of people, but that's fine. I feel like getting monetized was almost the absolute worst thing that could have happened to me because then I went from feeling that this was fun to feeling like a job, feeling almost like I had to do certain things, uh, work, you know, do go live a certain amount of times a week. But so, did you put that on yourself because you were monetized in the beginning? I bet you put that on possibly, yourself, right? Possibly. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe it doesn't matter. The point is, is that it was almost like a, I felt like there was a light switch that happened. And over a while I started to realize uh, I didn't like what I was seeing. I didn't like what I saw in the mirror. I didn't like the, the, the whole I was going down as far as like what I wanted to do, because I feel like I started like talking different, acting different. Um, so I had to kind of take a step back, do a little self-reflection and realize that uh, I was taking a lot of this way too serious. So I needed to kind of yep. make, you know, reassess and decide what my 
choice was going to be. And I'm in a good place and I'm happy. And, you know, that's it. I'm good. I'm not battling with anybody anymore. I mean, I have my opinions. I'm still a very opinionated person, but Mm -hmm. the days of me like making reaction videos Mm -hmm. to stuff that people say, I'm not, I'm done with that. Hey, Bobby. Yeah. Can I give you a word of advice from a person who, you know, like I said, is I came from one of the, I started in one of the content groups. Somebody in the chat room already mentioned, they mentioned who that person was. I don't want to bring it up in this sector, but basically I started with them. I ran my own show doing that for a while. Then like he kind of blackballed me when I first came out because people, anybody who like really affiliated with me, he hated. And you know, a lot of people don't like the trolls because the trolls will go after your family members and do everything. It takes a real strong person. But after a while, what you do is just, this is what you do, Bobby. I ain't going to lie. The first thing you have to do is to remember this. Go ahead and make your content, right? And if don't, don't even watch their videos or pay any attention to the people who talk about you. And that's what's so that's the most difficult thing to do at first, because like I would say, just like so say you have an opinion. I believe that people should wear blue shirts because red, the the color runs or whatever. But just always just batting down when people say, hey, man, you should wear the red because blue, because blue doesn't just make your points like that. Don't don't worry about trying to discredit them on any other thing. Just stick to the facts. And I hate to say you will win 90% of the battles that way. And I hate to say you won't waste any energy when they are uh, talking about you because you're not watching this shit. And then on top of it, think about it. And then when they come, the beautiful thing is when they talk about you and hating you, that actually brings more people to your platform. Because a lot of people. Amen. I'll tell you this though. Um, I'm not, I'm no longer looking to, win or lose battles if it is it's it's it's, at the end of the day people are going to think what they want to think the people that want to support me they support me and if they don't then that's 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 their choice and that's fine well well, that's right but just stand up for what you believe in like with me you know i I don't do the content as i said i'm gonna get back into it but like i said i guess you see i'm against people being taken advantage of that's one of my things i watch where you know companies like i said have taken advantage of people I've seen also I've seen companies get taken advantage of, like especially with the you know, takeovers and with the, you know, where the companies come. Oh, we're going to restructure this company. No, you're not restructuring this motherfucker. You came in, you sold all the assets off. Then you then they rented the shit that they the company used to use. And four years later, the company is bankrupt. Now they have no assets, no buildings and all like that. Like, literally, that's the biggest scam right now. I mean, yeah. So you see, it just comes around, and there's just different ways for different people to be taken advantage of at certain times. Yeah. And it's just just keep doing your thing, and realize, hey, just make the effect that you can. Don't worry about, hey, man, somebody always gonna like you. See, people, ah, man, he got a tenfold hat on. No, it's just that you know, I used to, I used to kind of manipulate people and steal that way. So you know, I'm thinking like a thief. I mean, you realize. Hey man, if you know these, when you think like this, you open the door up to where somebody who was thinking like this and wanted to take advantage of you, they can manipulate you and and have you thinking that. Right. And that's the yeah, that's the bad thing. So what you got to do is just realize, do your own thing. What makes you happy? Don't pay no attention to. Hey, you want them talking about you? If they ain't saying your name, you ain't doing right. Yeah, and I'll tell you this, Judge. This is this is my thing. I agree with you. Uh, but I will say one last thing, um, you know, because I'm kind of reading the comments and I've 
I, I hear things, you know, behind channels mm-hmm. and stuff. Don't think for one second that just because I'm kind of a soft-spoken person mm-hmm. that I can't rip somebody's head off just but, as quickly but, as I want. I'm going to tell you, look, look, I'm a fighter. Bro, I'm a fighter. I've I've knocked out people plenty. I've been in probably 200 fights in my life. I actually actually will have a problem. I actually like the fight. I actually enjoy the fact of physical contact with another human. But then I had to bring that in and bring it in to say, now I only fight people who I don't fight nobody I know I can beat. And I only fight people who are actually threatening me or threatening to harm me. Well, that, that, like, you got to put rules on your things to kind of guide you in and just yeah. realize, hey, well, like, one thing you might need to do is, oh, you hear shit now, for now on, don't read the fucking comments. Yeah. Just make yeah. your video, think, call yeah, that shit. I think, I think, I think, you know, Bobby and I, and he's not going to like that I'm going to say this, but, you know, it is what it is. We share some similarities, Bobby. I think we both came to a point. Yeah, I, I did, I, I know, I know. I did this a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, I'm not going to give people that are less than me my attention. And I think Bobby's doing something similar. I think he's not he's not worried about he's not worried about the people that are under him, you know, because Bobby's a smart dude. So he's not going to give his time and energy to people that can't, you know, give him value. So well, well, also, too, so one of the things that I see that a lot of people in the YouTube community do wrong is you have to be able to, like, turn it off like a switch. Go ahead, like, like, literally, like, people would know me. If you ever, like, you probably see me on other people would know they see me on other shows, and y'all see I'll be shooting the shit, talking shit like this. Somebody say something off the room, and I just go right to 10 on them, and then go right back to two where I was with you guys. And you gotta yeah. re- realize sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes you just let it out right there when they get it, and, this, and then after it's all, after it's said and done, it's over with. You gotta, like, you can't let it take up the real estate in your mind. Because I hate to say, the worst thing that you can do to yourself is actually let your mind screw you over. Your mind will screw you over more than anything. And once you realize that that anger fested in your mind, whatever. Just like, literally, if they say something, you can make a little smart comment right back and immediately it's over. You know what I mean? Don't be trying to go, uh, don't literally, don't be trying to uh, be sitting there thinking about it like five minutes later. It was like, as soon as they they bust out for the smart remark, smart comment right back immediately and then go back, done. Oh, Bobby's fine. Bobby's Bobby's a smart ass. Bobby would be. Right, right, right. right. They basically, yeah. I'm about to be one now. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Bobby. I saw you little. You little yeah, smart ass dog. Yeah, go, go, go. ahead. I'm like, go you ahead, know, right now, the Diamond Program's a scam. Top Dash is a scam. Multi app 2023 <laughs> and beyond. Everybody, uh, thank you for having me on. Have a good night. Peace. See you, man. Right, good luck to you, Bobby. Take care. All right, listen, I, I uh, got to go to. I got to go to bed, yeah, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm an a, old I'm man. A, I'm gonna wrap it up. <laughs> JP, appreciate you coming on. Judge, appreciate you staying on for the whole time, my man. Appreciate you a, a, a lot. I try. I try to support uh, the show, man. No, I, you I guys have a great week. I'll see you guys next time. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll be the. T- oh, sorry, Judge. I didn't mean to cut you off, man. Um, <laughs> a fun, fun night. Um, some unexpected. I didn't expect Bobby to be in the chat. I didn't even think he was uh, watching this channel anymore. So shout out to Bobby. A uh, Bobby delivers. Hold on. Let me look at the channel name now. I don't know what it is. Shout out to Roy. Uh, what's the say? Was it Bobby delivers Gators? What's what's the channel name? Well, let me get it right. Bobby Gator delivers. Bobby. Gator delivers. I like it. It's cool. It's catchy. I, I I can rock with it. I can rock with it. Um, interesting convo. Listen, we showed the clip from the DoorDash representative 
Uh, we got into the safety with DoorDash with what happened to the driver in uh, Florida. Um, they got kidnapped, sexually assaulted. They caught the guy. We talked about, are we expecting too much? You know, we can't, call, can we call ourselves independent, but then we want DoorDash to do things for us. And then organically, the conversation just went where it went. Super long live tonight. Um, yeah, it's late, right? What time is it on the East Coast? It's almost 2 a.m. on the East Coast. Crazy, right? And what, it's uh, almost 11 on the West Coast. So if you're out making money, be safe. You know, we got into the deactivation of Bud Soda. Everybody knows who Bud Soda is, right? Um, we'll see what happens there. I'm sure he'll, you can check out his channel for updates. I'm sure he'll let me know. Um, you know, maybe we'll we'll update it next week for a minute to see what happens. But listen, we are independent contractors. We are subcontractors. We are misclassified employees. We're one of those three, whatever you want to call ourselves. These companies don't care, and uh, I don't know if they really should. I don't expect them to, if I'm being honest. And a lot of people don't like that say that. But if we move and if we move as an independent contractor, and we want this freedom and flexibility, and not having to do this, and not having to clock in, and not having to ask off, and then the negative part of that is these guys. We don't have an HR department. They're not our bosses. There's no office to knock on. We have to be willing to. Uh, know that and understand that we might get deactivated. We might have this. We might not be able to make money or they might add a whole bunch of drivers that oversaturate our market. We have to adapt. That's the, I, I look at that as joy. I'm good with that. Right. Um, we have to be forward thinking. We have to understand that these apps will do and these companies will do crazy things. And that's part of the gig that we chose to, to, to live in. That's part of the gig economy. It's part of it. And it's been part of it longer than any of us came in it. And it's going to be part of it longer than we leave. I think some states might add this and do this. I don't think it's ever going to stick. I just don't. Uh, I, I think a lot of us are worried that we're going to be employees and this and that. I, I just I'm, I don't worry about it. I just don't. Because another thing I, I realize and I try to at least talk about with you guys is these apps shouldn't be a long term solution to any kind of monetary thing that you got going on. And I think if you're counting on the apps as a long-term solution without some kind of exit strategy or willingness to adapt, I think you're going to be in trouble because these apps are going to continue to do crazy things. So it is what it is. Um, we also got into the dashing trader, right? So if you're coming in late, you you might have missed the first part of the first 10 minutes or so when we talked about dashing trader. Just type in dashing trader on YouTube. Check out his community post. He has to go fund me. He's a fellow driver. His daughter's been in a hospital for four or five days now. Um, he's not able to work. So I put up, you know, he has his GoFundMe. I also put it his cash app link. Um, you can go back to the first part of the show. I had it pinned and people shared it in the comments, you know, go, you know, if you feel it in your heart, go show him some love and support um, fellow drivers. And it's, it's tough when we have to go out here and work. And like, when we don't work, we don't make money. We don't have PTO. There's no vacation time. You know what I'm saying? There's no, benefit monetarily in that way so when we don't work when we don't work we don't eat right so um what we can go back and watch the first 10 minutes of that i, I talk about all that stuff right there so um not sure what tomorrow's going to bring i haven't decided if i'm going to work yet but i definitely have some content ideas in my mind probably do a ride along or two this week there's a lot happening in the gig economy it always happens in the gig economy so i'll always continue to try to give you guys content appreciate all the love and support all the views, the comments, the super chats, um, 
all the challenges that you guys send my way, all the accountability, the questions, the comments, like all that stuff. I realize I'm very lucky to be on YouTube making videos, making money and having fun doing it. So I appreciate you guys very, very much. If this was your first time watching a Sunday live show, I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you got some kind of entertainment, some value, some relatability, some positivity, some information. I hope you got something from it. Consider subscribing. If you're not subscribed, hit the thumbs up, all that good stuff. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good rest of your night.